Friday, February 23rd, 2024. And I am your battle-hardened host, Alex Jones, coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas. The recognized broadcast as the tip of the spear, recognized by friend and foe as the most on-target operation, bringing down the new world order. <laughs> Our species has fought long to have supremacy on this planet, and now we go off-world. Nothing will stop us if we simply follow God's plan. fired up before I went on air. I was already planning to let myself rant. And then I guess they chose one of my favorite songs, Ride the Lightning, to bring us in. of news here that is just victory, 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 victory. And of course, enemy operations will be exposing as well today. Well, I got up early this morning, like I always do, and I went on over to Man.video to see what the Greg Grease and some of the other great reporters like John Bowne are up to, what they're filing. And I saw one of the best reports, not saying a lot because they're all informative and excellent, by the great John Bowne. And it's the COVID vax tyrants run to their bunkers. So I was already planning, without even seeing that go up this morning, I, I, I was already planning to, to come in here and talk about them running their bunkers and, and tie it into all this other news because last night, I watched El Salvador's amazing president, Bukele, give his speech at CPAC. I watched it you know, after it already aired on YouTube. And the speech needs 50 million, 100 million views. You know, only had a few hundred thousand. But it is 23 minutes long. And I have a lot I want to cover today. So I can't, I moved some guests and things because I want to air the whole damn thing. Because if you understand what he's laying out there, it's the keys to defeating the enemy. And it's knowledge that will defeat the globalists. And then I've got all this other huge, positive, breaking news as well. 
as the world really wakes up to what we're facing. And once we know the enemy, we win. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. You are listening to an InfoWars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. From deep in the heart of FEMA Region 6, Austin, Texas, transmitting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. All right, I've got a lot of really good news for you today, and also a lot of the devastating operations of the enemy, but as soon as we wake up, even 50% to their operations, we will win no matter what they do. Unless they launch nuclear weapons and just decide to blow the planet up instead of relinquish control back to humanity, which they might do. Uh, let me just mention some of the positive news, and I'm going to drill into it all and show it all to you. All over the country, scientific polls, they call them, but they're even skewed towards Democrats, still show Trump gaining even more after New York's false conviction by the judge and him surging even more with Hispanic voters past 50% in many areas of the country, mid-40s everywhere, 40-50% of blacks in primary numbers against Nikki Haley, he's getting 80% of blacks. He's getting more blacks than whites in places like South Carolina in the polls. And then we've got the Teamsters Union now donating to the Republican Party and Trump. Bigger donations they've ever given to the Democrats. They've never done that. Uh, we've got major polls that are of non-voters who are becoming voters, quote, normies. I don't know why that's normal. That's what they call it. <laughs> People that stay out of things. They're totally going for Trump. This all signifies massive total landslide, the likes of which we haven't ever seen except, I guess, George Washington. This is incredible. Then we've got Google's Bud Light moment is here. Tech giant's AI erasure of whites from history has triggered an explosive awakening by black people and everybody. They're like, what the hell is this? By the way, it's some white leftist, you know, globalist manipulator, that engineer that did all this. Of course, he's ordered to. So I made the statement that it's elitist, globalist, 
manipulating black against white. That's why I said, I guess we do have kind of an old white man problem. I mean, I guess you could call the head of the ADL a white man, any of those guys trying to divide us. And all the division we see coming out of Biden. But yeah, there it is. Trump hits new poll highs with black Hispanic voters. What to make of it, says the Washington Post. I mean, I wasn't even looking for this news today. And when I, when I, and when I went through 200 articles like I always do, I just tell them print me everything. And then I send them hundreds of things, usually 100 things or more. And it's just everywhere. It, it, and, I, and again, I don't need to see those polls. I'm famous, which I'm not like, oh, I'm famous. I mean, again, you're not famous. It's great. You have anonymity. It's wonderful. I wish I didn't need to be famous because it's got its downsides. But people know who I am. Everybody does, basically. And when I go out in public, all I get is love now. Love, 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 love. Can't hardly buy lunch. Can't hardly buy dinner with my family. People buy our dinner. They buy our lunch. They, they, they buy us. The owners come out and buy us lunch. I'd say half the time Hispanic people buy my lunch. They're, they have the majority, but that, that just, they particularly love me. So all the demonization, all the attacks, Alex Jones is the worst person in the world, and people hate the system so much they go, oh, he's good. So I'm telling you, I see all the polls. They show what I'm telling you. But I get these calls, I get these text messages, I get these emails, you hear the callers. Well, I, I don't think anybody's awake where I'm at. Well, that's because you're in the wrong place. And the left are all in nest. Because the left doesn't put up with anybody that doesn't agree with them in their companies, in their systems, in their academic circles, in their governmental jobs. But outside of those little bubbles, there's a giant awakening. And I played the Trudeau clip yesterday, the so-called leader of Canada, and he's like, people are in their bubbles. No one believes us, and they hate us now, and no one believes anything we say because you're a damn liar. We're not the one in the bubble, buddy. It's you. So I got all the Trump poll news. And you have to understand, six, seven years ago, five years ago, started getting a lot better about four years ago, I would walk the dog, dog since died. I haven't gotten a new one. It's so sad to lose somebody. It's like a family member. And I would have, if I walked down the road five miles, I would have probably, you know, 30 cars honk and wave. Maybe people pull over to man pictures. But I'd get two or three, you're a Russian agent, go to hell. We're going to, you know, you need to die. Screw your family. And now it's almost two years. And I think two or three times maximum I've been confronted. Because even leftists know they're wrong and they can't get up the courage to confront me anymore. Well, I mean, again, that's my biggest piece of evidence because I, I believe my own eyeballs and what I see on the ground, that's the best intelligence. But then I see it everywhere in the raw numbers as well. So getting back to this, the system has completely screwed the pooch. Everything they're doing is backfiring on them at every level. We've got that. Then you've got globalists everywhere, feverishly, and I know the people that are building the bunkers. They reach out to me everywhere I go. I mean, I went to Hawaii a year ago, and I'm going to get to all the other news, the positive news, and get into it. But I don't, here, here's just a microcosm. I go to Kauai for a week, 
It's where my wife and kids love to go. We go there. And we stay there on the east coast of the island. And at the airport I'm leaving, and, and a, a, a Asian Hawaiian guy, but everybody's intermarried. You can't really say they're Hawaiian. They always point that out to you. There's very few Hawaiians because everybody's intermarried, but whatever. An Asian man comes over and he goes, I work at Zuckerberg's place and it's 10 stories down and there's combat robots and he's a total piece of filth and blah, blah, blah. And everything collapses. We're going to basically, I'm like, okay, okay. Then I take a snorkel trip out a few days later and the Asian men running the boat, one, one's great grand, grandfather was Japanese, moved there. He was basically, he was Japanese. He tells me how much he loves the show, how much he hates the New World Order. The white captain's a listener. The 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 Hawaiian first mate's a listener. This is a big you know snorkel boat with a bunch of people on it. The uh, woman behind the thing making hamburgers for lunch is a listener and says her husband loves me and wants a picture. She's Asian, and they're all talking about how much they hate Zuckerberg. So the Japanese guy comes over and he goes, my real job is a contractor. Here's photos of it. Here's what's going on. He even let me get some of them. I showed them to you on air. And he described the same thing. And then I'm at a restaurant a few nights later, day before we leave. And I don't want to get people in trouble. But a white guy comes over. And he's one of the main contractors, he tells me. I'm just going to leave it at that. And he tells me the whole thing and how the natives all talk about when that, you know what hits the oscillating fan that that's the first place they're going. Now imagine, I'm not, I'm trying to snorkel and hang out with my kids, and, and that was more people than that talked about Zuckerberg. I mean, that's all they talked about is how they can't wait to go after him. Boy, what what a corner. I'm not going to repeat the things they said. I'm just going to stop right there. I mean, they're like, the minute things go down, he is in a lot of trouble. Let's just say he'll be swinging from the end of a rope. And I'm not asking for that, and I'm not saying do that. But just a mat, I mean, and these people aren't playing games. And they said to me, as I'm driving down the coast to go where we're snorkeling, because <clears throat> you go by all the big billionaire houses where you go around the mountain there to the poly coast, they're like, this billionaire leftist lives there. That's a Google executive right there. My wife works in, in that person's house right there. And they're all talking 24-7 about when it goes down, what they're going to do. New World Order, you are completely screwed. And you know why they all want to kill you? They know you released the virus. They know you're driving up the prices. They know you hate everybody. They know you treat everybody like crap. They recognize you as the enemy. And it's the same thing all over the world. Everybody hates Klaus Schwab. Everybody hates Bill Gates. Everybody hates Justin Trudeau. Anybody with a brain hates Barack Obama. It's over. Do you understand that I can't walk down the street without people pulling over and telling me they want to kill you? That's what the public really tells me. And I go, no, 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 we're going to fix this peacefully. No, 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 we're not. Now, obviously, the globals are going to stage false flags and stuff and try to pull on heartstrings and make it look like we're violent to head that off. That's why we don't want to do that. We're going to win politically. But they'll probably push it into full-armed revolt and conflict and then and then fine. I mean, if that's what they're looking for, that's the, and, but you know what they're going to do? They're going to cut the power and say the Russians did it. So we, we don't want this violent route. 
We want what Kevin O'Leary talked about and so many others eloquently. And Patrick Ben David did a great report on it. I, I watched this morning. We just need people to stop committing collective suicide and just stop the policies and not go along with it and boycott it and remove our support from it. That's the real way to win this war. Not fantasies about killing these people. But that's how pissed the public is. That's the number one thing I get from the public is how they want to kill the big tech CEOs. I mean, they know you're running things. So it doesn't matter what you pull and what you do and, 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 and how you try to divide us and you may get some idiots to get in a race war, white supremacist idiots, black supremacist idiots. They're definitely out there. But let me explain something. This isn't the asleep public where you can blow something up and blame it on us and be the victims. And then, no, no, the police know what you're up to. The military knows what you're up to. You may have a bunch of men in dresses that are the top generals that will do whatever you say, but everybody beneath them isn't going along with it. And you don't have your robots and your drones in place, and you don't have your AI in place, and you're a day late and a dollar short, and you're done. You've lost. It's over. You know what I'm like right now? The classic FBI hostage negotiator with a bullhorn or on the telephone to the bank robbers that are surrounded, and they got the tellers held hostage. And I'm just saying, listen, right now, you're just looking at 20 years in prison for bank robbery and hostages. If you come out, we'll go easy on you. You'll get 10 years. We promise. I got the prosecutors on the phone. They'll even tell you that. But you're, but listen, if you kill hostages, we're going to storm that place, and you're probably going to die, or you're definitely going to go to life in prison, or you're going to be given lethal injection. And you just explain it. Just listen. Come out with your hands up, okay? And that's what I'm saying to the Justice Department leadership and big tech and all of you. Come out with your hands up. Give up. Give up. You're getting your asses kicked. Do you understand that, dumbasses? Now, I mentioned all the polls and all those numbers, and when I get on the street, then there's Bukele, who I, I remember when he was first getting elected, Kaiser goes, I'm moving down there. I'm his advisor. He wants you to come down here and meet with him. I've since been invited down. I didn't take Bolsonaro's invitation from his son. I should have gone to Brazil a few years ago. I didn't because I'm so busy here. But I, I'm going to go to El Salvador soon. This guy gets up and gives a speech at CPAC and says the New World Order George Soros plan is to have all these gangs and all these criminals and he fund the police because they really work for them and then they're going to start assassinating all of the populist leadership. And then they're going to confiscate all your property and take over. And everything he saying is true. This is a formula. This is a takeover formula. And the point is, he's talking about the new world order, the globalist. Their plan to take down America. And you're like, well, we already know all that. Yeah, now it's presidents of countries that have completely done 180s. From the most dangerous country in the world to the second safest in the world. The safest in this hemisphere. So, Chicago's homicide rate is over 50 times El Salvador's. And the guy is basically Alex Jones, but very well-spoken and eloquent. And then I've got all these other leaders around the world saying the same thing, because it's true. And once you identify it, it's game over. Remember Pelosi said, it's all God's children, MS-13? They're a bunch of young street kids they get, brainwashed, have them commit murders, and then they got corporations and groups up above them through their gang leaders that control them. That way there's plausible deniability when they go out and kill people. And remember what the head of the RNC in uh, Arizona told Terry Lake. 
He said, well, if you don't take the money, you could be in danger by this East Coast group. You think that is Soros. No, it's just, he's the front guy. And she goes, what do you mean? He's, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, the, the Latin American drug gangs. <laughs> That's how Mexico has controlled things. Only a few families doing that. The cartels work for them. The CIA is heavily involved. That's declassified. They're doing the same thing they've done around the world to take control. This is how communists take you down in the first phase. Then they get the gangs under control later. Or a country never gets under one group's controls. It goes in flux back and forth like El Salvador for 50 years with civil war after civil war. And let me tell the New World Order something. You're not going to get some quick commie takeover with crime gangs and stuff. People already see that's happening. You're going to get civil wars, which they want. That's their plan B. They'd rather have the full takeover. So the knowledge level, the knowledge base is accelerating so fast that I am approaching obsolescence. I'll still give you over the horizon analysis. I'm still going to stay on air. I still have important contributions, but I've always known for 30 years and I've said it on air, 30 years in April, in, in two months, month and a half, that, that my, my vision, my understanding of this would, would be to prepare everyone and that if we simply put the truth out, then once the New World Order made its move, it'd be so obvious we would have planted so many seeds that what is now happening is happening. I mean, look at the dream team we've got. All the top talk show hosts around the world are anti-globalist. All these new leaders getting elected are anti-New World Order. They're calling it out. Populism is surging. The New World Order admits they're in crisis mode. The World Economic Forum has a big meeting and says, oh, my God, everybody hates us. We've got to get your trust back, and then comes out with the same crap again. I'm just telling you, the listeners of this show are seen by the globalists rightfully as the detonator. Imagine this is a nonviolent analogy, but it's an analogy using kinetic energy. So I'm not calling for this. The media will spin it. This broadcast was five pounds of plastic explosive inside the munitions factory of the New World Order. And this broadcast in the last 30 years in slow motion, 30 years is a twinkle of an eye, detonated. And now the entire structure is chain reaction blowing up in a huge mushroom cloud in front of us. So you have the little bumper stickers, the little stickers people put on gas pumps with Biden pointing saying, I did that. Well, you can have this broadcast, I guess, symbolized by me with pointing at the New World Order and showing them collapsing and saying, I did that. You did that. Now, look, we're far from out of the woods because these guys are destructive. They may take us all down with them. That's why the quicker they get removed, the better. And I'm saying that to large sections of the establishment. It's a minority, but a large section in some of the substrata and also managers of the globalist system. You can see this isn't working. You know, I, I, I use an analogy of Hitler or the historical parallel um, in, the, in, in 1943, in, in late 43, the German staff, they were Nazis, they were bad guys, but they knew they were going to lose. Because they would go into Russian tank factories and find 30,000 tanks just sitting there that had just been built. The Germans even had 30,000 tanks. And then they would aerially see like seven more factories over the next thousand miles that they'll never get to, churning out thousands of tanks a day. And it turned out the Russians would fight just as much as the Nazis. 
26 million dead Russians, 22 million dead Germans <coughs> in World War II. And so they did Operation Valkyrie trying to take Hitler out, and it failed. So you saw what happened to Germany and the rest of Europe. It went on for another year and a half. Total devastation. So there's not one head we can chop off of this new world order. There's not one person we can kill and get this done. That's why I've explained it all the tough guys who constantly want violence. That's not what we want. We want to kill their bad ideas, destroy their names, fully expose them, withdraw all support from them, maximum support the people resisting them, and convict them in public opinion completely, which we have basically successfully done. We've gone over the mountain. We are now at the top of the mountain. We have now scaled to the summit. We have now achieved the destruction of the enemy's identity to what they really are, horrible, degenerate, inbred scum. Depopulationist, they make Hitler blush. We have now reached that point. We are now in the pole position to win the race. We haven't won the race, but we are in the lead. We are in the pole position for the checkered flag, ladies and gentlemen. And when I come back, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay all this out. I'm going to play first the John Bound report because this report is so key to all of this. Then I'm going to play most of Bukele. And then Tucker nailed it to in a 20-minute breakdown. I'm only here the first 10. It, it will take at least the next hour and a half to get to all this. And then we're going to open up not the phones, but we're going to do a live spaces on X. on the Great Awakening and on Google AI and their Bud Light moment and why that's also so important to the big victory. When we come back, I'm going to air the COVID-vax tyrants run to their bunkers. Hey, I got an idea. Society collapses. Don't go to their bunkers and kill them. Just don't deliver them food. Don't give them service and don't help them. And, and, then, and then it'll be their own prisons. It's like Zuckerberg and all these executives and these globalists have built their own tombs, like the pharaohs. Underground, uh, you know, under the pyramid. They want to be up on top of the pyramid with all the power, but really, you just buried your asses under the pyramid for your delusion of your new world order. Please remember, we're listener-supported. we got great T-shirts, books, films. The best supplements out there, it's all at InfoWarsStore.com. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is massively discounted. Finally, back in stock, the strongest humanoid out there. That's the extract of turmeric. So good for your body, so good for inflammation. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 While you're there, get the best, cleanest, 10-hour clean energy. It's called Turbo Force. Doesn't have the letdown, doesn't have the crash. It's so high-end and natural and amazing. I only take like half a dose when I need it, but don't take it in the afternoon. You won't go to sleep at night. Take it in the morning or, you know, whenever you're on a long haul. Turbo Force, Turbo Force, Turbo Force, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. There's other great products that are also back in stock, 40% off, but not for long. And that is Nitric Boost to clean out your heart, your arteries, your veins, your capillaries, your cardiovascular system. Nitric Boost. Never offered it 40% off before, but we went right to the source we were getting it. Got a discount, so the sale right now, 
It's 40% off on Nitric Boost. We're funded by the people. Thanks for your support. We'll be right back. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today. Now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarStore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress, but if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost as it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. InfoWarsStore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic 
B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells. And then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Leading. Broadcasting worldwide from Keep It Art of Texas. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We are the cutting edge. We are the tip of the spear. That means our listeners, our guests, our crew, recognized by friend and foe as the best there is. And we say that because we're humble, but we also have to recognize the position God has put all of us in at this critical time in history. And we're far from out of the woods, but we are beginning to win the fight. And we have God as our North Star to give us navigation. Okay, let me stop pontificating and let's get into the victories here right now as fast as I can. There's a lot of clips I want to get to. But first is this report by John Bound that I don't want to just link on X. I'm telling the crew I want to upload it by itself there so it gets 10 times the views. I'm asking everybody when this goes up in the next 30 minutes to real Alex Jones on X to share it with everybody you know. Also go to band.video where you can find it. The COVID vax tyrants run to their bunkers. So I want to start as we go into the evidence of how the globalists know they've screwed the pooch with this incredibly important condensed short report showing how they're getting their asses kicked. Here it is. You heard what on whose podcast? Is he a doctor? No. Thank you, medical professional. Everything we've learned about the vaccines since they've come out is horrifying. There's not a single study showing that the messenger RNA is broken down. There's not a study showing it leaves the body. I wish to apologize for any harm I've done. Any people who've incurred harm in any way from actions as a partner and a manager in a vaccine center. The New World Order zealots are feverishly digging themselves out of a bottomless pit. Let me be clear. WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. Not lockdowns, not mask mandates, not vaccine mandates. We don't have the power to do that. We don't want it, and we're not trying to get it. There is out there a deliberate undermining of mainstream media. There are the conspiracy theorists, there are the social media drivers who uh, are trying to do everything they can to keep people in their little filter bubbles, to prevent people from actually agreeing on a common set of facts. What had been deemed conspiracy theory two years ago is now being passed off in high gaslighting hubris propaganda circles as common knowledge. So these findings are not really uh, at all surprising. We have known about these uh, side effects 
really since the vaccines began rolling out uh, at the end of um, 2020, early 2021, um, we've seen um, this uh, uh, myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle, pericarditis, inflammation of the, the sac around the heart, um, as well as this um, unusual blood uh, clot that um, forms in the brain from um, the, the virus vector vaccine. So none of these findings are, are new. As if the minions of the big pharma perpetrators finally read the Nuremberg Code after seeing the horrific data of skyrocketing insurance claims, an explosion of blood clots, vaccine injuries, and millions of deaths. We've got Pentagon reports saying mass death and a new Navy report confirming 900 plus percent increase in heart failure in the military. Pressing the Army for answers on behalf of the nearly 2,000 former service members who were discharged for refusing the COVID vaccine, writing, quote, These mandates certainly harmed our military's readiness and tragically destroyed the careers of thousands of brave volunteers. While recent chaotically panicked developments concerning Red Cross blood donations reveal that the purebloods or unvaccinated are receiving vaccinated blood. There is a possibility that you'll be getting vaccinated blood. And is there any way for like my patients to know if they were getting, you know, vaccinated blood or there isn't any way the blood isn't separated. Oh, okay. So if I just got the vaccine but I feel fine, I'm still okay to to donate. Yes, as long as you don't have any symptoms. Simultaneously, the Red Cross is banning those vaccinated with certain COVID vaccines from donating. Well, check the new update on the Red Cross website. One of the questions is, have you received the COVID vaccine? And if you click yes, it then takes you to a page and says, call 1-800-RED-CROSS and answer a few more questions to see if you're still eligible to give blood. The soft depopulation persists. Food labels revealing mRNA poison abound as it is added to the common diet. Campbell's soup, and if you look at the label, contains bioengineered food ingredients. Nature Valley. Nabisco Ritz crackers, all of these cereals. Helping animals survive, uh, either by having vaccines or better genetics. Uh, Edinburgh happens to be where a lot of the world's best work on this is done, and that's why uh, Diffit and the Gates Foundation are, are funding scientists here. Depopulation infiltration doesn't stop with our food. It is inevitably floating in the air. Scientists over at Yale University have just taken a giant step towards making such a thing reality. They were able to vaccinate these mice using two doses administered through the nose of a vaccine which contained nanoparticles carrying the mRNA COVID vaccine. These mice were vaccinated without a single injection. Is it any wonder that the world's elite, openly in on the depopulation agenda, are building impenetrable underground fortresses? Because the one law that can't be broken is the law of the jungle. As old and as true as the sky, and the wolf that shall keep it may prosper, but the wolf that shall break it must die. John Bound reporting. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. All right. Now I want to play most of Bukele's speech. He calls out George Soros. He explains that this crime wave, he found the police as a plan to bring down the country. He explains how it works. And again, I remember being like eight years old. And I would ask my dad, because I could already read good, 
but I didn't understand his adult books. I'd say, what's this book? What's that book? Carol Quigley's Tragedy and Hope. It's Victor Brzezinski's books. And I remember my dad going, Brzezinski explains in this book how governments use crime and gangs to take over in the first phase of a communist takeover. And then later I read the book, I can understand it, and sure enough, Brzezinski talked about it. So, so this is known at the geopolitical PhD level, okay? This is standard stuff at the Harvard PhD political science, not the fake political science of black and white warfare and transgenderism and all that garbage they teach in, 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 in the establishment proletariat educational system. But, but when you actually read globalist reports, they're all sitting up there like we're idiots who can't read it and admitting all these plans. So we'll get to that in a moment. But I wanted to play a short clip of uh, Bukele, who, again, has turned his country around in just three years. A 180, it was like a 170 turn. It's not perfect, but it's the safest country in the hemisphere, second most safe in the world. Here he is countering the BBC. We took the recipes from the European Union. We took the recipes from the United States. None of the recipes worked. More bloodshed, more people were dying. So what do we do? Okay, we do something and we save people. And now we're the safest country in the Western Hemisphere. But suddenly something's bad. Oh, but you shouldn't do that. You should do what I think you should do. Why? If it, not only we have the right to do what we think is right and the, what the Salvadoran people are going to decide whether or not they want this day in, in free elections, but also we've proven it works. And you haven't proven that your system works in our country. Might work in yours. I don't know. But it doesn't work in ours. It's like I told one time um, a member of the European Union, I know you, you, you Brexited that, but I told a member of the European Union, you take your best government, choose your best government. I, I, know, I don't know what's your best, the best government in Europe, but you choose your best government. Same people, same talent, same experts, same will to do things the right way. You take your best government and you put them to govern Afghanistan and tell them, okay, you govern Afghanistan the same way you govern this European country. You'll be dead in a week. Because you cannot govern Afghanistan like you govern Europe. So stop trying to, 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 to make us use your recipes because they don't work here. You have your, you have your own system. We're, we don't tell you that you shouldn't have a monarchy. I mean, we're fine with your monarchy. We, we love your monarchy. It's fine. But we don't say, oh, you shouldn't have a monarchy and you shouldn't have hereditary titles. In, uh, why? Because it's your country. You can do whatever you want with it. But suddenly we have to do what you want to do with our country. So what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, um, finish the question is that this, has been proven by all of you and by all independent sources. El Salvador was turned from the most dangerous place in the world to the safest in the Western Hemisphere. That's not a small feat. And that's not done easily. And nobody in the world has ever done it before, so fast and so clean like we have done it here, with no civilian casualties. So, I don't know. I know it's different. I know the numbers from the UK and ours will be different for maybe a couple of decades. But we're doing our best here, and we're really trying, and the Salvadoran people today are going to vote freely in free and fair elections and in full democracy and choose their own path. Thank you. All right, so General Benton K. Parton, at, at his final position, was the head of Air Force Weapons Development and the head of the secret Star Wars program. He's been on my show probably 20 times. He's obviously dead now. And I've been to dinner with him 20 times at least. And the point is, is that he knew what he was talking about. And he said, the communists will defund the police, they will fund gangs, they will put their people in control of the judiciary in, in certain sectors they control. Because before communists, and that's the model the globalists use, they're not really communists, but they use that model, get control of a full country, they can, they can control of cities and towns. And then once they get their own DAs and people in, 
They don't prosecute general crime because they want to get out of control, and then they can control who does get charged, so they then form relationships with the criminal gangs, they then launder the money of the gangs, and then they use those gangs to then take over the rest of the country over the next few years as it unfolds, and then they use the entire judicial system and the criminal justice system to take the property of the people that built the country and who was the previous power structure. And in America, we had a decentralized power structure. Lots of wealthy people, lots of middle class, lots of opportunity, the best opportunity anywhere. The globalists don't want that. They, they want to come in and take your business, take your building, take your farm, take it all. That's what this is. And they use environmentalism and racism as all the excuses. So, so this is a plan. And he explains the plan they used 50 years ago to take us out with globalist UN NGOs that came into El Salvador. We didn't know what was going on. We weren't sophisticated, just like you aren't. El Salvador was one of the richest countries in Latin America. Amazing. And overnight, the disease spread of tyranny and corruption, and then government would try to fight it, and there would be a civil war with the communists against the government, then the communists would get in the government. Then there would be a civil war with the patriots trying to take it back. There was this tug of war that ruined the country for 50 years and made it a hellhole. No investment, no tourism, no nothing. Now in just a few years, it's all turned around. It's beautiful. It's clean. Almost no crime. Everybody's happy. Because they arrested 50,000 soldiers with shaved heads, brainwashed, with Satan tattoos. They, they, they commit satanic rituals. And where did MS-13 come from? The U.S. prisons. And went back to El Salvador in the 70s and 80s and 90s. It's a CIA operation. But the average low-level shaved head guy with devil tattoos all over him, who has killed somebody when he was 12 and killed 20 people by the time he was 20, he's expendable. He just follows orders. He doesn't even know it's an intelligence agency and a global group above him. But Bukele calls it out and says, this is George Soros. How did George Soros brag on CNN? Six years ago, that nine years ago, he got NATO and Justice Department and, 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 and funding from the foundations and mainly the State Department, $5 billion, to go in and overthrow the government and then use criminal gangs to go around and kill people that weren't on board with them to intimidate everybody so they can then take over everything and then start a war with Russia. And then Russia responded to that. So when you see all this, they know damn well what they're doing, folks. In Austin, Texas, the Soros DA, on record works for Soros, put in, lets people out a day after they shoot innocent people downtown. If they're black or Hispanic. If you're political and white and done nothing wrong, he'll indict you for nothing. He's on record. You ask, what is that? They're, they're energizing the criminal gangs. They're taking over. They bring in the illegal aliens and get them a job and then cut, take part of their money to the NGO. And they set them up for welfare and take part of that money. So this is a organized takeover. As Nancy Pelosi said, MS-13 is all God's children. Who, who ran El Salvador? MS-13. So Bukele just arrested the minions and, 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 and the, 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 the sergeants and the, and the corporals and the capos and the generals and just cut the head off of MS-13 because law enforcement and, and, and the American people weren't going to put up with MS-13 30 years ago here. 
So they went and transplanted their operation there to grow it and use it as a base of operations. So they, they run these criminal gangs, folks, through the NGOs. So it's a big deal that Bukele is now a superstar around the world going and giving these speeches and calling out exactly what's going on. So let, let's get to about seven, eight minutes of a speech right now. We'll come back next hour, get to the rest of it, then Tucker's info, because this is all key to identify what's happening. If you identify it's not some accident, you identify it's a program of control, and you identify the Democrats bring all these illegal aliens in who are victims of the COVID lockdowns, but then they put gangs, the coyotes, the MS-13s, over to go to the intimidation forum so they have plausible liability to make them pay their tribute to the, the Latin American gangs who then pay it in the Democratic Party. And that's what Bukele explains. Here it is. Comes to die at CPAC. I'm here to tell you that in El Salvador, it's already dead. But if you want globalism to die here too, you must be willing to unapologetically fight against everything and everyone. By the way, hit pause. I'm going to stop interrupting, but just back it up to the beginning again. We cut off the two-minute standing ovation. Go to the beginning again. He goes, globalism destroyed our country, and he goes into how they run and how they do it. We defeated them, and you can destroy them too. Wow, we're talking about destroying the new world order with a president who just turned his country around in a couple of years. See how far we've come, folks? Six years ago, the New York Times running article saying Alex Jones made up the term globalism, and Alex Jones is is evil. And Alex, the globalists call themselves globalists. Fifty years ago, see, so we're way past the point of denying the enemy exists. That was their trick. Oh, we don't exist. Oh, Soros isn't getting debit cards for illegal aliens. All that. That's all. We're, we don't care what they say. We know what they're doing. See. We're having a direct conversation with the New World Order, and they're running and building bunkers because they're scared, because they should be, because they're out of control. We're not going to roll up our sleeves and take your poison shots and have heart attacks anymore. You killed a bunch of people, 20 million. You're going to pay for it. I've told you this a thousand times, and I'll say it again, you New World Order scum. I said it 25 years ago. I said it 10 years ago. I'll say it again. I don't know how all this is going to end, but if you want to fight, you better believe you've got one. And now you can see we're kicking your ass. Give up now. Go back to the speech. They say, they say globalism comes to die at CPAC. I'm here to tell you that in El Salvador, it's already dead. But if you want globalism to die here too, you must be willing to unapologetically fight against everything and everyone that stands for it. Fight for your freedoms. Fight for your rights. The next president of the United States must not only win an election, he must have the vision, the will, and the courage to do whatever it takes. And above all, he must be able to identify the underlying forces that will conspire him, that will conspire against him. These dark forces are already taking over your country. You may not see it yet, 
But it's already happening. You don't see it as clearly because people are designed to see linear changes, not exponential ones. We don't always recognize how fast a problem can multiply and spiral out of control. The problem is much like the metaphor of the boiling frog. Once the water boils, it's already too late. People fail to see these things. It's our nature. Just like the frog, people become complacent and they don't realize how bad things are getting until it's too late. Well, I I know, of course, El Salvador is a lot smaller country. Setting aside the differences, there's a similarity with what is happening here in the United States. We also had many apparently isolated problems in the 60s and the 70s. And we failed to realize as a country the severity of them until it became a civil war. By the time we reacted, it was already too late. We were already boiled like the frog. And it took us 50 years, two wars, 250,000 lives, and a third of our population displaced, and a near miracle to get our country back. As your friend, I want to issue this warning so you don't make the same, mis- the same mistakes we did in the 60s and the 70s. It is not easy to pull yourself back once you're in boiling water. In fact, in fact, all the experts said it was impossible. And besides, you don't want to wait 50 years and maybe hope for a miracle to get out of hell. You can still jump before the water boils. Some might say I'm exaggerating, but we can clearly see the signs of a declining society because our own hit rock bottom decades ago. It's like when we see someone getting sick. First, it's maybe just stomachache or a headache or a small fever. But if you don't deal with the disease, it will only get worse and then it it may be, be too late. Even after our first war in El Salvador, we failed again to look into the signs of the second civil war that was coming, the gang war. After a million people fled the first war, a lot of them came to live in ghettos here in the United States, where the gangs were formed. When former President Clinton deported a lot of those gang members without telling us they were gang members, they were criminals. They roamed free and recruited young people thousands of young Salvadorans to join the gangs. At first, they seemed like petty criminals. But they began to change and transform until they became... By the way, stop right there, hit pause. Back it up 30 seconds about Bill Clinton. Now, he's talked about this in newspapers down there, about the CIA and the left, and but he's giving people a boil down here, speaking of the frog, that the gangs got trained in the United States in the prison systems and then were sent back down there with the blessing of the Clinton administration to do all this because their leaders report back to the CIA. And this has all been declassified, okay? And, and, and look up the other major cartels. Almost all the major cartels in Mexico, CIA run, folks. Let, let's, let's continue. Gang war. After a million people fled the first war, a lot of them came to live in ghettos here in the United States where the gangs were formed. 
When former President Clinton deported a lot of those gang members without telling us they were gang members, they were criminals. They roamed free and recruited young people, thousands of young Salvadorans to join the gangs. At first, they seemed like petty criminals. But they began to change and transform until they became the unscrupulous terrorists that we know today. Most of them even performed satanic rituals. And this has been well documented. The government back then didn't deal with the disease. Nor did the next administration, nor did the ones after that. The disease that had begun with mild symptoms got worse and worse. All right, stop it became there. a cancer. We're going to come back. We're going to air the rest of it. We've only gotten into like 20% of it. And he, he goes into who did it, George Soros, the globals, what they're going to do to us, okay? Because... Just like the globals beta tested destroying the black family on blacks, they're doing it to everybody now. Same thing. This is the plan, people. We can beat it. We can stop it easily, but we've got to admit it. Tell everybody you know, people you don't know, however you can on X everywhere, infowars.com forward slash show to find the feed, share it. Or share the X feed, Real Alex Jones. Do it now. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. Again, if you're watching on X saying, why are there breaks? Somebody got, we're still on a lot of radio stations, folks. We're, we're reaching millions right now on radio stations. Stay with us. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I've, I've cut down to one. And, uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid. And a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Rallying Patriots Worldwide.
episode four, The Rebels Strike Back. There is a new hope in America and across the world. People are awakening to the technocrats, the big corporations, the intelligence agencies, and how they work through terror groups, criminal groups, and more. The amazing president who's totally turned around El Salvador, ex-CPAC, knocked out of the park, exposing the evil globalist frontman Soros plot to bring down America. Here it is. That seem incurable. We are already seeing these symptoms in the United States. Big cities in decline, like Baltimore, Portland, New York, just to name a few. Places where crime and drugs have become, have become the daily norm, and even accepted and promoted by the government. How many young people have you lost to the streets of Philadelphia, or San Francisco, to fentanyl? Did we see this apocalyptic sites 15, 10, 5 years ago? Can you imagine how it will be in the next 5, 10, or 15 years? The same thing was happening in El Salvador. In the span of less than a decade, gangs took control of all the country and our society. They evolved into a parallel government, controlling elections and even political parties. Every aspect of the daily life of most people was controlled by the gangs. Murder capital of the world is a tragic title to hold. Getting rid of what of that was the bare minimum we had to achieve in order to even start thinking about rebuilding our country. But jumping out of the water when it's already boiling is an almost impossible feat. You are not there yet. And believe me, you don't want to be. We did the unthinkable to cleanse our society. We arrested the terrorists, but we have to remove corrupt judges and corrupt attorneys and prosecutors. These corrupt judges, these corrupt judges and prosecutors were setting the gangs, the gang members free. And it wasn't just the gangs. The corrupt system worked in tandem with the so-called international community, the NGOs, and of course the fake news, just like it happens here in the United States. Un unelected bureaucrats are trying to instate public policy. Who elected them? They don't have a democratic mandate. If they want a seat in the table, they should run for office. Let the people vote. It will not be a pretty sight for them if the elections are free and fair. I mean, who elected Soros? to dictate public policy and laws. Why, why does he feel entitled to impose his agenda? Let me tell you something. Soros and his cronies hit a brick wall in El Salvador. 
Uh, this is so powerful. Back it up one minute. We're going to come back, skip the next break. Again, everybody on X is like, why are there ads here? Well, a lot of you are young, but I'm 50, not that old. Remember old network radio and TV? If you tune in any, you know, there's 15 minutes of ads everywhere. We only have like six, seven minutes of ads, okay? We're on a bunch of radio stations. That's why we have this. That's why we reach all those folks. That's why they tried to cancel me five years ago and said, we've taken you off everything on the Internet. We went, oh, yeah, we got hundreds of radio stations. And they tried to harass those stations. And most of the stations broadcast us even more because of it. We'll be right back. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarstore.com. projects images of collapsed cities and destroyed civilization and mass death. We project images of incredible futures and humanity expanding throughout space and literally going to the next level. Because we believe in humanity. Because we were made by the God that created us. And we worship God. Sure as hell ain't riding for free. I'm fighting hard against these people, and I've been persecuted. And I love it because when I steer into those attacks, it means I'm dropping my truth bombs right on the heads of my enemies. Don't pay to play, folks. I'm not looking for the cush job. I'm not looking to escape the attack. I'm looking for the war, and I found it. But only you, the listeners and supporters of this broadcast. Like God-created gravity could hold me in position against the enemy attack. You hold us there against all their attacks, in position against them. Your will set against theirs. And we have the incredible president of El Salvador turning it completely around, the safest country in this hemisphere in just a couple years. Tourism, investment, money, peace, justice flooding in, all because they arrested 45,000 CIA-trained MS-13 criminals that work for Bill Clinton and Nancy Pelosi and who are now ready to take down America. But he just chopped their head off for us. so easy to find your will again. It's much easier than living on your knees. I'd rather die on my feet. The truth is, if you have the will 
to die on your feet. You won't die on your feet. You will prosper on your feet. Living on your knees is a living hell. I mean, I think about George Soros. Even when I was growing up, it was on PBS because my mom would cook dinner every night. She had a little color TV. She still even has it there. It's like 40-something years old. I remember being like five years old, watch that little color TV. But now it doesn't have, it doesn't have a, 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 an image. It's just audio for TV. And she still turns on this old little, I could show that thing, a little black TV. It's like a 10-inch screen. And I even remember then, George Soros trying to crash the pound, George Soros stealing pension funds around the world. Will George Soros be arrested? And then George Soros just came in and bought off the media and got all the corporate funding because he's such an evil person and became the the front man or kind of the figurehead of this operation. He goes on 60 Minutes and says, I worked for Hitler. I'd do it again. It was the best time of my life in the 90s. He tells PBS the same thing. He tells National Public Radio the same thing. If you talk about it, they attack you. But you know what? It got out there. And now his evil little son runs around. In between Aleister Crowley rituals he does publicly, trying to buy up all the prosecutors and everything else. And they do it over and over and over again. And now here is this superstar leader of El Salvador, an example of so many others around the world, saying MS-13 was trained in your country, sent here, and are devil worshippers. That's true, by the way. That sounds fantastical. No, that's a litmus test for this guy, that you got to worship Satan. you got to be evil. you got to love it. you got to realize these people are out of control, ladies and gentlemen. And then now he's this rock star to the left. George Soros, so liberal, so loving. And all he's doing is gutting and destroying our country. Who appointed him God? Who set him up in his evil little stuttering son. They're evil, folks. So let's continue with the president of El Salvador CPAC speech. Unelected bureaucrats are trying to instate public policy. Who elected them? They don't have a democratic mandate. If they want a seat in the table, they should run for office. Let the people vote. It will not be a pretty sight for them. If the elections are free. He just got elected 9%. I mean, who elected Soros to dictate public policy and laws? Why, why does he feel entitled to impose his agenda? Let me tell you something. Soros and his cronies hit a brick wall in El Salvador. Thank God, thank God, another glory be to him. Salvadorans are now immune to his influence. No one believes his lies anymore over there. And we're, we're going there, folks. We're almost there. You see? You get it? We just had free and back it up. Election. Stop it. Stop it. Back it up 20 seconds. No one belie, no one believes his lies there anymore. No one believes his lies anymore. It's like a trance. It, it is a trance. It's a spell. It's a lie. No one believes his lies anymore. That's leadership. And then it's came over because he literally is the front man of the most horrible 
child trafficking, murdering criminals the world's ever imagined. I mean, these are devil worshipers. And he just talked about they're devil worshipers. They are. Look at the media. Look at Disney. Look at the culture promoting devil worship everywhere. There's real evil in the world, folks. And if you don't admit it's there, it'll take over. All right. I'm going to stop. The speech is just so powerful. Continue. Thank God. Thank God. Another glory be to him. Salvadorans are now immune to his influence. No one believes his lies anymore over there. We just had, we just had free and fair elections. And we won in a landslide with more than 84% of the vote. Let that sink in. More than 84% of the people voted to continue our policies. Our victory is unprecedented in the history and modern democracies in the world. They also gave us a supermajority in Congress. More than that, 54 seats out of 60. Fifty-seven, if we count our allies. That's that's ninety-five percent of Congress. Let that also sink in. The people of El Salvador have woken up, and so can you. The global elites, they hate our success. And they fear yours. The people's free will to choose their leaders is something they despise because they cannot control that. You have experienced this firsthand here in the United States. The global elites control the mainstream media. They finance campaigns. District attorneys, to mention a few. They abuse their powers. They persecute political opponents. In El Salvador, we don't weaponize our judicial system to persecute our political opponents. A practice that may sound familiar to you, but we don't do that there. And who's the dictator? The global elites, the global elites in the media, they work in conjunction they run some stories and publish them, same pictures to reinforce their agendas. You're no strangers to that here in the United States. We deal with that in El Salvador too. That is the free press that they talk about? Please. I always criticize the defenders of institutionalism. Not because I don't think strong institutions are paramount and necessary for a democracy but because I find them very hypocritical. They don't seem to have the same standards for themselves as they are trying to impose on others. But there's yet another component that is more dangerous than a simple double standard. Institutions were created to serve the people and not the other way around. Bingo. Somewhere, 
somewhere along the way, those people forgot their fundamental purpose, which is more important than the institution itself. When the judicial system was created, it was created out of the necessity to bring justice. But now, it seems that survival and control of the judges, of the AGs, among others, are paramount. And the need to bring justice is merely a little more than an afterthought. Another example, the police was created to bring law and order. Let them seek law and order then. But now some of them are even afraid to do their job because they fear the consequences for doing it. They should be encouraged to fulfill their foundational roles without fear of repercussions that distract them, that distract them from their missions. If the police was created to bring law and order, let them bring law and order. If the judicial system was created to bring justice, let them bring justice. Let them protect their purpose at all costs. Same goes with the press. Let them be free. A democracy needs a free press. But to enjoy that membership, you must adhere to their duty as a reporter. Report the facts. Don't be a puppet of those who finance you or finance the organizations that you work for. Your freedom of speech, your freedom of speech will always be protected. We believe in free speech. All, every, everyone here believes in free speech. Your free speech will always be protected. But don't call yourself a journalist if you're just an activist. Don't, don't call yourself independent if you depend in open society. Soros NGO for those, those sacred institutions have morphed away from the reason they were created. We should not defend those institutions for the sake of being institutions. Instead, we should defend the principles that created those institutions in the first place. It's troubling to see that this is happening everywhere. Not only in El Salvador and the United States, it's happening everywhere. It, but even here, in the United States, in the most powerful country in the world, even here, it's happening. America should listen to these words, not because the El Salvador model should be replicated here, but because these specific examples apply to any nation that has lost or is losing its way. Ask yourself why this is happening. Who is supporting it? And whether it is by ignorance or by choice. And fight it. Fight it with all your heart and soul. And be the beacon of hope. And be the beacon of hope 
that your founding fathers with all their faults like every human being has dreamt for your country. Fight for your freedoms, for your rights. Fight for the original purpose of these institutions and not their mere existence. It's still not too late. It can be done. It is time to erase these new paradigms that have been imposed in the recent years that make no sense. If you just free your minds from those invisible chains, you could do it. This shift is an extremely dangerous trend that undermines these institutions. Effectiveness and their credibility is at stake, both home and abroad. This is a warning from a friend to their foundational principles and purposes and denounce this new institutionalism. Now, you would think that's it. As it wasn't enough, right? But unfortunately, there's more. There are other symptoms that are even more difficult to diagnose. For instance, the financial situation of the United States. When I talk to my conservative friends right here, they always tell me that the problem is high taxes. But they're wrong. Of course, High taxes are extremely high here in the United States. I, I give you that. You're right in that. But that's not the real problem. The real problem is not the high taxes themselves, but the fact that they are not even really funding the government. Not even those high taxes. Higher it's, than a lot of places. It's all interest. This taxes, is revolutionary right here. Really funding the government. This is key right here. He's right. So who's financing the government? Government is financed by treasury bonds, paper. And who buys the treasury bonds? Mostly the Fed. And how does the Fed buy them? By printing money. But what backing does the Fed have for that money being printed? The treasury bonds themselves. So basically, you finance the government by printing money out of thin air. Someone could ask, someone could ask, well, so if the government can print the limited amounts of money out of thin air, why do they collect taxes? I mean, in theory, it would make sense, right? If they can print Unlimited amounts of money, why would they need taxes? Because it gives the bankers control. The answer is simple, but it's very shocking. The real problem is that you pay high taxes only to uphold the illusion that you are funding the government, which you are not. That's right, the Federal Reserve is. Taxes are for control. It's shocking. That's the big secret. The government is funded by money printing. Paper backed with paper. A bubble that will inevitably burst. The situation is even worse than it seems. 
Because if most Americans and the rest of the world were to become aware of these fires, it'd implode. Confidence in your currency would be lost. It paused. The dollar would... This is so key. So the Federal Reserve took over 100 plus years ago, 1913, and the central banks, mainly European, get, get all the control. They decide what banks to give it to. So they give us all the debt, all the inflation, they get all the power, and they've maneuvered us into this position. And then why do you still pay taxes? Well, the Google execs paid basically no taxes. All the big rich people pay almost no because they have the law set up. But the average person making $50,000, $100,000 a year, they pay 30, 40% in taxes federally and all the other taxes. It's about not letting new wealth be created. Let's continue. And the Western civilization with it. If the next president of the United States doesn't make the necessary policies and the structural changes, Sooner or later, that bubble will burst. There's still time. You don't have to make the same mistakes we did in the 60s and the 70s. You can still jump before the water boils. Winning the election isn't enough to solve these problems. They will not simply go away as a consequence of an electoral result. It would take a total re-engineering of the government top to bottom it will entail making difficult decisions like the ones we made in El Salvador since 2019 and they're already paying off. It will be hard. The system will push back. But you have the right to determine your own fate. <laughs> Salvadorans did the same. The decision for the direction of our nation was ours, and it continues to be ours. We didn't tolerate being told what to do. In doing so, we did the unthinkable against all adversity. We transformed El Salvador from the most dangerous country in the world to the safest in the Western Hemisphere. It's because of real leadership instantly executed. We have unlimited wealth, folks. We do anything. But we've got to kick the criminals out. And that's the Democratic Party and George Soros. Thank you. Thank you. We, we did it by defying the global elites. We told them no more. And that is my message to you. Put up the fight. Because it is... In the end, it will be worth it. It has been for us. And you will have your country back. May God bless you. May God bless the people of the United States. May God bless El Salvador and the future of both our nations. Thank you very much. So just like Trump was targeted by the globalists, And just like Bolsonaro was, is they're, they're coming after this guy. You know, you can talk about, uh, Millet all day and say, is he real or is he not? Bukele is the real deal. And he's got him scared, ladies and gentlemen. This is such an important speech. I hope everybody shares it. We're going to post it later to X, Bandai video. We're going to go to break. We're going to do a live spaces on X coming up. We're launching right now as we speak on Google Jump of the Shark. And their Bud Light moment with the AI erasing all white people in the world. That's all coming up. Please remember, 
We're listeners supported. When you buy a book, when you buy a film, when you buy a t-shirt, when you get great supplements at InfoWarsStore.com, you get great products and you fund this operation that the New World Order hates above everything. InfoWarsStore.com, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, back in stock, massively discounted. Nitric Boost, it cleans out your blood and your body and goes after all the spike proteins. It's 40% off. Never offered it for that, but it's already a bestseller. InfoWarsStore.com for Nitric Boost, for bodies and for 10-hour clean energy, Turbo Force. Be sure and check out Turbo Force at InfoWarsStore.com. 10 hours clean energy with Turbo Force, all at InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back. Turbo Force, Turbo Force, Turbo Force, Turbo Force, Turbo Force, Turbo Force. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. If you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth of an accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. 
lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran owned and veteran operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake Up America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you just joined us as we just launched the Spaces on X, we're on radio stations across the country, band.video, infowars.com, forward slash show. I covered in the first hour hundreds of scientific polls showing record numbers of black Americans, Hispanic Americans, women, uh, normies as they call them, people that are politically undecided saying they're going with Trump. This is totally blown up the system's face. Then globalists are building bunkers everywhere. We've got Bukele turning El Salvador around in just a few years to the lowest crime rate in the Western Hemisphere, second lowest crime rate in the world, coming out against Soros and the New World Order and how the CIA is running MS-13 with the Democrats to bring down America. It's all true. And now it's at CPAC with world leaders saying it. As soon as you get the enemy attack, it's game over. And then Elon Musk yesterday, that's what the main discussion is about right now came out and said, I'm glad Google overplayed their hand with their AI image engineering. I'm glad Google AI overplayed their hand with their AI image generation as it made their insane racist anti-civilization programming clear to all. Yeah, it's a post-industrial world, collapsed society, and only the globals in control. And as I said, pull up the engineer that did this at Google, you and your orders. It's a white guy. It's a globalist. He's super rich, but he's a communist. This is meant to make whites and blacks fight with each other. Black people didn't replace George Washington with a black guy. They didn't replace Joan of Arc with a black woman. They didn't replace Benjamin Franklin with a, with a, with a black person. They didn't replace Winston Churchill. Google did. They've already done it in all the movies and all the shows and every major corporate pitch person is a black person. This is a corrupt, Bertie Madoff, kleptocratic operation 10.0 hiding behind black people. And people see through it. So AI didn't just erase white people overnight on Google with 92% of world searches. They stole the identity of white people. Leif Erikson that discovered America is now black. That doesn't help black people to steal his identity. You tried to search the engine and, and, and turn Shaka Zulu into a white person. You couldn't. Why are they doing it? To enrage and piss off white people 
like we're a giant prison and put us all in our own sections of the prison, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Instead of us agreeing on a set of facts and freedoms in a constitutional republic, in a limited democracy where the minority as well as the majority are protected. This is psychological warfare next level. So I wanted to take your comments, it's not really calls, your, 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 your contacts, your live comments from Spaces on X at Real Alex Jones. I want to ask all the great people that just jumped on went live like five minutes ago to take the live feed and to repost it, to retweet it, to get it out to everybody so we don't just reach an extra 500,000 people or whatever will end up watching this or listening to this, separate from my main show that reaches millions an hour, but so we have a chain reaction but I just want to ask viewers, I, I want to ask the ex-commenters, what do you think of this? Because I called it, and you see the headline on Infowars.com, Google's Bud Light moment. And I'm not just saying that lightly. Pull up Chris Rock. When Chris Rock a year ago put a 24-pack or a, a case of Bud Light, which is crap beer to begin with, up there and shot at his Michigan ranch, Kid Rock, Chris Rock, Kid Rock, teleprompter free folks, Kid Rock, love Kid Rock, not, not Chris Rock, the globalist comic. Kid Rock. When Kid Rock put that up there and shot that up, it was what everybody was already thinking, what everybody was already doing. And it resonated and that company is no longer the top beer company in the world. It's like number five now. They've lost probably $60 million. That's a good message to BlackRock and the ESGs and their corporate governance, which is the system from the top down for the social credit scores. It was so important. And that message, and, and they've already backed off at Disney and so many other places promoting pedophilia and anti-Americanism, but still the NFL has their black national anthem. It has nothing to do with black people. They're trying to get rid of the national anthem. And then what everybody pissed off about the national anthem getting rid of thinks black people did it. No, the big, powerful corporations are doing that because they don't want us unified. So Elon Musk was totally right. He said, I'm glad that Google overplayed their hand with their AI image generation as it made their insane, racist, anti-civilization programming clear to all. Now, what's the most important part of that sentence? Two sentences. Anti-civilization programming. Anti-civilization programming. Let me just highlight it for you. I'll put the actual post up. Anti-civilization programming. Anti-civilization programming. That's what this is. Why would they want to get rid of civilization because they want to depopulate and we're totally dependent on civilization now maybe 5% of the population is self-sufficient they'll get eaten within a month if things collapse so that's they're not even safe and because there's that weakness there even though civilization offers all these great things the globalists can't help but use that lever of power but if we expose them like Bukele is doing and like Tucker Carlson is doing and like Joe Rogan's doing and like what I'm doing and what you're doing and people know they're the bad guys which they now admit oh my god everybody hates us no one believes us because you're evil 
We know you made the virus. We know the shot's poison. We know who you are. Yeah, roll it with audio of Kid Rock blowing up the uh, cases of Bud Light. Because it seems so simple, but it's that simple act of courage to say, fuck you. Just like Elon Musk said to the globalists when they want to censor people on X, he said, go fuck yourselves. It's that simple rediscovering who you are, that you're independent, you have your own destiny, you control your own life. So get me the Elon Musk clip and go F yourselves. I want to play that, but also here's Kid Rock. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. So it's such a simple thing to say, I'm not going to support you because you're trying to cut children's testicles and breasts off. And by the way, I did the deep dive on the latest transgenderism situation. I've got cutting edge info on this, but I want to do this X discussion today about Google, which is Bud Light 2.0, jump at the shark. But we'll do another X deal on Monday on the transgenderism. Because what it really is, is mutinism. There's X and Y chromosomes. Because of all the chemicals in the food and water, there's more and more mutations. We don't hate the mutants. They've been hit by the enemy, but they want to get the mutants pissed off and think because they're all confused, we did it to them. We need to explain the globalists did this to you. So it's literally the plot from the last man on earth or from Omega Man or I Am Legend. We are now living that. Like Jules Verne's envisioned 130 years ago going to the moon and we did it and, 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 and it, it, it happened. But not just the good things happen, the bad things happen. So we love the mutants. We're not mad at the mutants. They want to confuse the mutants. We could bend the mutants back the other way, but no one wants to help the mutants. We have to admit what this is. All right. Woke Google AI's Bud Light moment. Ask Alex Jones anything. Chase Geyser's here riding shotgun with us. Please remember, we're listener and viewer supported. We have great products at InfoWarsStore.com. That's how we stand up against Soros and his law affair and his operations. Let's get this break. All of it is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Turmeric formula, Turbo Force, 10 hour clean energy. These are amazing. It's like our information is game changing. Our products are game changing. Check them out. Get a Team Humanity t shirt. Get a new Gadsden Flag 1776 t shirt. Get a water filtration. Highest quality, best rated out there, the lowest price you're going to find. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com. It takes money to fight this war. Plus, we sell you great products. A win win situation. Chase, before we go to these X comments, live, unfiltered, here on hundreds of radio stations and cable stations and Infowars.com and X and all of it. What is your view? Because we barely talked today. I just said, hey, come in, you know, run the X thing. I said, here's the headline. You know, uh, they've jumped the shark. It's the Bud Light moment. I-, I see more anger and more energy with white people being erased, not just by white people, but black people. Everybody's like, what the hell? You've now erased. You can't search a white person on Gemini. Now they've shut it down. What the, and we know it's a part of a larger agenda we see in Hollywood everywhere. We know it's on purpose, but, but what are they thinking? What's the master plan, Chase Kaiser? Well, the crazy thing here, Alex, is 
I did a little bit of research today because I remembered from years ago that when you would Google American inventors, they would only show black inventors in the search results. And I did the research. I found the tweet from 2016. That was back when they were doing it. They sort of subtly reduced that or reversed that over time. But I think we've arrived at a situation here where over the last several years, we've, we've been conditioned not to be able to sort of stand up for white people, for lack of a better term, because it comes off and has been branded and psychologically positioned as, as racist to advocate for white people in any way. Obviously, saying things like white power is inappropriate and it's associated with extremism and, and, and explicit racism. And so now we're in the situation where they can do things like erase, we could do things like erase white people from these AI tools. And when we erase people from these AI tools, nobody who's white is really in a position to appropriately stand up against it because then they can be called racist or branded as racist for doing that. So Exactly. It's all a test. And let's show some of the images from yesterday. You just type in, folks. Anybody can type it in. Not just this New York Post image. Just just, just type in Google Gemini uh, bans white people. It's, it's, it's everywhere. This is a test, obviously, to see what we'll put up with. Absolutely. I mean, you search 1800s British people, all black. Uh, you search uh, Leif Erikson, the famous Viking, black. That doesn't help black people stealing identity, stealing history. Chase, where do you see all this going? Well, ultimately what's going to happen is they've branded white people as associated with things like capitalism, freedom, Americanism, and patriotism. And so by branding us or associating that our race with those ideals, when they attack our race, they use that as a proxy to attack those very ideals. So what they're really trying to do is erode American sovereignty because we're one of the last sort of bulwarks or obstacles in the globalist agenda, in my opinion. I think that this is a, a major psyop that's designed to have us complacent and yielding to this global cultural, culturalism, this, this. And, 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 and by the way, there's no doubt about it. You nailed it yesterday with me in studio, in your studio now, and you're in the control room. It's very simple. Take down rebel leaders, take down um, Robert E. Lee, and then Trump, and I said six, seven years ago, next will be Thomas Jefferson, George Washington. Now they're pulling down him. Teddy Roosevelt, big, you know, anti-slavery guy, a big desegregationist. Doesn't matter, he's white, take him down in New York in front of the public library. They do this over and over and over again. Now it's take down the American flag as a symbol of evil. That's how they take out all these rights and liberties and freedoms that everybody can have is by tainting them. And it's so transparent and it's so obvious that big tech is literally at war with the people. I'm glad that you mentioned the statues, Alex, because if they really cared about fighting against white supremacy and racism and slavery and things of that nature, Margaret Sanger, then they wouldn't have uh, an iron cross in Elkins Park outside of Philadelphia with the Ukrainian trident symbol in the middle of it, a dedicated cemetery, Alex, to Nazi soldiers, Nazi Ukrainian soldiers who fought in World War II against Russia. So we literally have explicitly Nazi symbolism up in our cemeteries that never gets taken down. These statues never be re are never removed because they have less to do with attacking Americanism than the other statues that you mentioned of Confederate leaders and things of that nature. So well, here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. America's not perfect. The West is perfect. The Renaissance came out of here. That was the first time. We don't want kings and queens. We don't want to leave. We want to empower the common people. And and so every historical Western leader has now been turned to a brown person 
as just a giant idea that you can't have white people anywhere. The big banks, the big endowments are funding these speakers at colleges and professors saying kill all the whites. Whites are 7% of the world population. The globalists are trying to get brown people to accept their world government agenda because it's anti-white. And then it's a bunch of Larry Finks at the top and ADL people running it. It's disgusting. Yeah, and I think one of the major red flags was when they started coming out explicitly against racial blindness. We know that Martin Luther King advocated for white children and black children holding hands and playing together and not judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. That was a statement in favor of racial blindness. But now they're saying that if you're blind to race, it's because of your white privilege. They want you to notice race because they're coming after certain races, just the inverse races then were then were targeted in exactly the Martin Luther King. Uh, that was a stabilization event to come together. Mm. They don't want that because they're busy robbing everybody. They want to make it all about black versus white. And then poor black people, I'm serious, are going to get blamed as if they run Google. And guys, pull up the engineer, the little commie that did this. I mean, he, he, he it's all funny to them. Oh, there's a Scottish couple right there. There's an English couple right there. I mean, give me a break, folks. And you see it in the movies. You'll watch the movie about Napoleon and his generals are black. What does it do against black people if it just shows the generals are white? What does it have to do? They just, well, we just can't show a bunch of white people. And again, that idea is insane. All right, we've got Spaces on X open right now. We're talking about this. What are the viewers? What are the listeners? What are the folks on X? Think about it. Do they agree with me that Google has jumped the shark? This is their Bud Light moment. Uh, man, I, I just hope that Elon Musk... Say what you want about him. I hope he brings out his own search engine that's open and free. Google is a joke. Google is nothing works on Google now. You know, I, I mean, ten years ago, you're driving down the road on your car display, it would show all the gas stations, all the restaurants everywhere. Now, if you don't pay, it doesn't show it, so you don't even see a gas station. You need one because the gas station didn't pay to be listed. You don't see it. You drive right past it. It's all rigged. Google is evil. It's always been evil. It's basically the public arm of the NSA and the deep state. So we're talking about how do we stand up against the true evil that is Google. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, go ahead and start taking some comments from X. Go ahead. Let's have Ed Krasenstein up first. Of course, you remember, Alex, Ed was in the debate with Destiny and his brother and others that we hosted here at InfoWars. Ed, go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you have to say. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Uh, you know, like, I get the outrage. It, I, I understand people's outrage. Uh, as far as Google Gemini getting things wrong, but it is AI and we don't know that Google actually programmed it to show founding fathers as being dark, dark colored individuals. Most likely they didn't. Most likely it was a large language model that taught it. Wait a minute. It that. said we're not allowed to show you things that are racially insensitive. We can't show you white people. You didn't see that? It didn't say that, but the founding fathers did it. No, no, uh, you, you showed it yesterday on air. Uh, Chase, tell them about it. So I'm not sure for the specific founding father's prompt, but if you said show a picture of happy white people or a happy white couple, it would explicitly say that it was racially insensitive to, to, to show white people. Absolutely. To even, to even say white people exist. You, uh, so I guess, Ed, you didn't I, see that? I, I, I didn't experience that in my my use of Gemini. I, I didn't specifically ask it that, though, so I, I can't really comment on that. If that is the case... Then that's obviously, obviously that's pretty wrong for anybody to be doing. But I, I also think like you know, we're blaming Google engineers for this. I don't know if you can do that. Can, can we blame you know OpenAI 
if they give us wrong answers to math problems. Well, but I don't AI think is right. how you program it. I mean, they, 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 there it is on screen. Yeah, but they're, they're large language models, though, so they're basically teaching themselves using information that is given to them. And Yeah, and it's I told, mean, promote giving. black people. You can turn into any – okay, let me ask you this, Ed. I, I, any show on Netflix, whether it's a science fiction or a history show, anything, I, I watch shows about Vikings. They're like half black. Uh, so, I mean, literally, like, I watched four or five shows last year with my wife. Of, we, we didn't mind it. Okay, it's funny. Like, there's, there's, there's Viking queens that are black and half the Vikings are black. Uh, did, 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 did AI tell them to do that? No. It's a directive to do that. Why is that happening? Yeah, but at the same time, that's, they're not being portrayed as historically accurate forms of entertainment. They're just entertainment. Just yeah, like, why not you know, have an Easter bunny then as the king of the Vikings? I mean, I'm sure. Somebody could come up with that idea, but will anybody watch that? <laughs> would anybody watch a movie? With the but Easter listen, if I watch a like movie him? about Shaka Zulu, which I watched as a kid and thought was great and thought it was so good, a few years ago I went and found it and downloaded it and watched Shaka Zulu. It's freaking Shaka Zulu killing the British, man. It's a black dude. It's like if I, if I want to pull up Mr. T, I don't expect to get Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's just a If I pull up Muhammad of, Ali, who I watch all the time and I love, and is the best boxer ever, I don't expect to see a white dude, man. If I try to search Muhammad Ali, I want to see a black dude. Yeah, yeah but, but Alex, if it was being advertised as a, you know, as a biography, a historically accurate biography, and then you see that, then I can understand you being mad. But if it's just a piece of entertainment that you're watching on Netflix... That's not claiming to be historically but Ed, accurate. But there's obviously a bias in Hollywood to show women in charge kicking all the men's asses in every show. Are you denying? They admit they do that. Uh, I'm sure there's a bias among some producers. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. Again, I don't. I don't know if there's anything wrong it's with every, that. I, I, look, look, the only problem is I don't watch. It's stupid. Like I'll put a woman in charge in a movie. I loved well, it back. Yeah. So you don't. So you don't watch it exactly. But if and if they're not getting ratings, if they're not selling their creations, they're not going to have they're not going to be creating it. It's not going to be picked up. And by let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is a Bud Light moment for Google? Uh, I don't think so, but I think AI is different than just somebody saying, let's do this. Uh, if there's evidence that Google said, don't show white people. When people ask for images, then that would be a major problem. How the but hell I, I would AI think... come up with that? We all know it goes according to the parameters it's given. I, I've gotten some pretty crazy stuff from AI. Like, I, I mean, wh why does AI show people with six fingers? Like, if you ask Dolly, if you ask pretty much any image generating No, AI, I get it. Well, then I think you may be right. Maybe it's true. AI scrapes all the corporate ads. Which I love black people. I don't, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, every insurance ad, every beer ad, every car ad, every hotel ad, it's nothing but black people. Why do you think the corporate media is doing that? Because they say that. I mean, what, what is the point? Blacks are, you know, like 20% of the world population, not against them. Why is it the face of things? I think corporations want to appeal to people of all types, dependent of Skin color, sex. No, I get it. So why don't we see an ad with white people and Asians and Hispanics and blacks? Why is it all black people? I don't know, uh, Alex. I don't know. Like I, I haven't seen an ad that I said why. Is, why are there all black people in this? Well, ad? you must not be watching I, TV. I mean, again, I, I love I black people. There's nothing with them. The, the corporations have decided this, Ed. 
I mean, if, if you believe that, you can believe that. I, I don't think corporate, I don't think there's a big cabal of corporations saying we must show black people. I think maybe certain corporations that want to appeal more to black people are putting out ads that have. Wait black a minute. The corporations have put out these indexes on record where they order people to do this. Corporations are you referring to? Oh, okay. Everybody will do this where people will take this clip out, Ed. Like when you guys said that there's no illegal aliens voting. And then everybody pulled up the fact that all these cities let them do it. I mean, it, it's on record that. No, 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 I'm, I'm genuinely asking you which corporations are you referring to. It, it, it's, it's not like all corporations in America are getting together saying, oh, we have to just. Are you saying BlackRock's ESG isn't real? I, that's, that's, not what I'm, that's not what I'm referring to. So, yes, some corporations are going to be putting out ads that have. Maybe all black people. I haven't seen an ad that I said, oh, look, it's all black people. But I'm not arguing that. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think of the FAA saying they're going to hire schizophrenics to fly jumbo jets? I don't I don't think the FAA should hire schizophrenics to fly jumbo jets. I don't. Well, I mean, they said that, we're going to hire mentally ill think... people. I mean, it's like, what the it's aliens, man, or something like trying to make it all kill each other. I don't care if they're black or white. They better pass the damn test. I'm sure there's great black pilots there are. I don't give a damn what color they are. They better be top of their freaking class when they're flying me and my family. I don't give a freaking hell what color they are, but lowering standards to fly jumbo jets? No, I, I don't think standards should be lower. No, absolutely not. Well, I agree with you. Was it you or your brother? Because I get you guys confused. It's, it's, it's not, you're both very prolific. Was, was it you that put up the thing about Trump shoving the guy? Yeah, that was me. I didn't say he shoved him. I, I said people are saying Trump shoved him. What do you think? <laughs> Maybe Trump raped him. And that, that's because Patriot, what, what's the Patriot? The, what is it, Hold Patriot on, don't hang up. I got to join some stations. Back in two minutes. Maybe Trump raped that guy. Can you think about that? Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at Infowarsstore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at Infowarsstore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. 
It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. I don't want to set the world on fire. This song was written by Klaus Schwab. I just might as well have read that. Wants to set the world on fire. All right, Ed Krasenstein, um, I'm going to shut up because I'm kind of running over you. I'm being rude here. Uh, your other points here on this live uh, X-Feed simulcasting with InfoWars. What else would you like to add before we go to more people? No, yeah, I think that's about it. If if Google is is actually programming the AI to do this stuff, then I have a problem with it. If it's just a large language model teaching itself based on content that it's finding on the Internet, content it's finding in research books, wherever else their Gemini gets their information from and teaches itself from, then I think it's just one of those things that will work itself out in time. And I'm glad Gemini took it down to address the issue. I do think people should point things out like this when they see it. Uh, that goes for any AI. Like, you know, like I, I gave open AIs, I gave open AIs chat GPT a math, a word problem the other day. And it was a simple word problem and it gave me the wrong answer. And, you know, like, like I said before, the six fingers, like, you see six finger people all the time. Like these are issues that AI has to work out. And I'm not like, we know that open AI is not telling Dali to create people with six fingers, but it's just for some reason, that's what happens when the AI tries to create these images because that's what it learns somehow. So. Well, can you imagine, can you imagine if it turned all the, all the black famous people white? I mean, what if, what if, what if, uh, Tina Turner was suddenly Marilyn Monroe? I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with that either unless it's being taught to do that by somebody. Let's same, same as. But Google won't release the parameters of how they're training AI. Yeah. And, and I, I personally think they should. I, I understand their argument and why they don't, you know, they don't want to give a competitive advantage to other companies, I guess. But I, I think for full transparency, see, they should at least release some of it, like to, if they want to prove that it has nothing to do with them programming. Exactly. I totally agree with you. How do people find you? Ed, how do people find you? Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> you can just find me right here on uh, X uh, at Ed Krasen. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, again, we got stations we join. It was a one-minute break coming up in a minute. We join a bunch of stations, and that's why we have these breaks. Radio stations is how it works. Uh, you want to comment on that before we go to break and come back and take a whole bunch of X comments quickly? Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that makes a good point. It's possible that these tools do these things on accident, but what's alarming specifically... It's, pos it's possible all the corporate media funds right. transgenderism and children and puts down men in the home and wants to destroy right. the family. It's, it's possible that it's accidental that all the police departments cover up black-on-white crime. It's just all happening accidentally. Right. What's alarming to me about this specific instance is that they didn't catch it before they released it. You know that they were trying prompts thousands of times. They had research teams looking into this. They should have caught oh, it before It's a giant it. troll. Give me a break. Yeah. You can't search a white person. Give me a break. They put it in there to do that. 
Agreed. Absolutely. We've got a couple other people in the in the space. Do you want to go to another speaker? No, no, no. We, we got to go to break. It's, it's a weird thing. Like some stations don't join us till six after some right. time. Right. hour. We want everybody to be heard. So just tell me who's coming up here, Chase. Yeah. So next up, we're going to have Derelict Republic, and then we've got Lumi Casanova and several other speakers in line as well as Asia and others. So we will make sure that we get to everybody. But this whole debate around around AI, the main thing I think people need to know, and I said this, belabored the point perhaps yesterday on the show, is if only a few major corporations have access to these tools, then this is the type of stuff that we're going to have to contend with coming up in the next over the next 10 years, over the next 100 years. And so it's just brutally important. And by the way, you're not just saying that. All the big corporations are saying, ban it for everybody else. It's so they only let us have it. Whether you want AI or not, the genie's out of the bottle. We, we all need to not have them ban it. We need to have decentralized AI. Absolutely. And I don't like the word democratization because typically it's used by people I disagree with to make points I disagree with. But we do genuinely need a democratization of this technology. Otherwise, we're going to have major monopoly powers influencing the psychology of our population over time. By the way, I'm supposed to go play pool with some friends and family tomorrow at noon. But maybe we should come in tomorrow evening and do like a three-hour commercial free for everybody on X about this and the Great Awakening. I don't know. I'll see if the crew's up for it. Um, we got the Sunday show as well, but it's Friday. We'll be back in 60 seconds. We're going right to your comments from X Live. Stay with us. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. found it the tip of the spear it is the alex jones show Over 320 radio stations right now. Over 100 cable and TV stations. So remember, we are still in the old system. Everybody was on X like, what's these ads? What's going on? That's how when they tried to ban me five years ago, we still stayed on air, is all of our affiliates. And the greatest part was when the Soros groups got our affiliate list and harassed them and threatened them. They went, we got Jones on at midnight. Screw that son of a bitch, Soros. Put him on live. We got big, that's the old fashioned folks out there. We are getting top ratings out of Jones. 
Why did we put them on weekdays? Screw them, sons of bitches. A few stations dropped us. Sacramento, 50,000 watts. They got a Raspasaurus, they dropped us. But for everybody that's only internet, you're like, what's that stuff? It's like grandpa. It's kind of like 1920. There's still a lot of horses on the highway. There's still a lot of carriages. There's still a lot of, we're still reaching people there. But that's why we have these breaks, though. I'm skipping half of them. Okay. Chase Geyser, we got a lot of people on X. I want to go to their comments. I've already pontificated. I've already made my points about Google jumping the shark. This is a Bud Light moment. People are seriously pissed about this. Ed Krasinski can try to be an apologist for it. It was programmed. We know how AI works. My God, you put in, in it what you want. You They had to tell them no white people. I mean, this is a giant troll by Google. The question is, why are they doing it? What comes out of this? They shouldn't have 90 plus percent of the search results. I don't just want Elon Musk to launch a new search system. I want, I, I, there should be 50 big search engines. But yeah, I have a lot more confidence in Musk than I do in Google. Please, Elon, launch your search system. Please. Good God, we need it right now. Google is pure evil. Google is absolutely anti-human scum. I wouldn't be surprised if some alien from Mars is running it. I mean, they're so anti-civilization. I'll go back to this. Just screw everybody saying Musk is bad. I want to explain something right now. I'm, I, I had the globals try to hire me $20 million a year, all the jobs, all the offers. I never, I had Kisses try to hire me. I had Fox News try to hire me. I told them to screw you because they wanted to control me. I can look at Elon Musk and say whether he's good or bad. That's up to him. I don't know. I'm not God. But he's doing irrevocable damage, reaching hundreds of millions of people a day per tweet, per post, wrecking them with stuff like this. Okay? So, I'm glad Google overplayed their hand with the AI image generator as it made their insane, racist, anti-civilization programming clear to all. I couldn't write that that good. It's the truth. And I, you can say Elon Musk is a bad person. Well, he shits anti-New World Order resistance. He shits victory. So I'm not going to sit there when coming out of his ass is victory and bitch about it. Maybe he's bad. I don't know. Maybe he's super smarter than all of us. He's got some master plan to screw us. I don't know that. All I know is. He is the number one, even above Trump, wrecking ball right now on the anti-human, anti-civilization dickheads that don't want humans to do crazy stuff, don't want us to go to space, say we're all crap, get rid of us. No, I don't believe in that, and neither does Elon Musk. And he's putting his money where his mouth is. So I'm glad to be attacked by all the grandpas and everybody else that's purer than thou to say Elon Musk is the frickin' devil. You judge a tree by its fruits, and Elon Musk is wrecking their world. And so anybody now, again, you can say Elon Musk isn't perfect, but the product is doing, it's like it's a cannon that's firing missiles at the enemy, blowing them up. You're like, well, I don't trust that cannon. Maybe it's bad. Maybe it's going to attack us. Well, it's blowing up the enemy operations right now, and the minute it turns against us, we'll blow it up. But it, 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 it's a no-brainer. I didn't mean to go into some... 
My job is not a, a people say, oh, Joe Rogan's controlled. He's an asset. Joe Rogan's a completely regular badass guy who they threatened years ago and messed with. And so he's 10 times more hardcore now. And people need to believe there are real people. You're real viewers. You're real listeners. Well, there are other people that are real too. Just because we have power doesn't mean we aren't real. And I will not sit there and watch our success be pissed away because we're supposed to be losers. Freedom is popular. We should be taking everything over. God, oh, oh, I'm getting angry right now. We are so close to victory, but people think we're not supposed to have it. Chase, I'm going to stop ranting. I'm skipping the next break coming up. Just go ahead and go to these next comments. Go ahead. Let's hear from Derelict Republic. Derelict, you're up next. Go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you have to say. Chase, thank you, sir. Alex Jones, my brother, Info Warriors, everybody out there. Alex, I got a small request for you. I need a war cry. winning brother just like that president from el salvador said a little while ago when you were playing it nobody's buying it anymore i for one am happy that google yeah, trudeau and bill gates and rothschild yeah. and, and and swab go fuck yourselves fuck go you fuck motherfuckers yourself. fuck you to hell fuck you fuck you let's go fuck you they're not gonna win this war they're stupid. They keep pushing. They keep pushing. And this, this, this crap with the AI with, you know, it's like, okay, you want to attack us because we're white. Go ahead. You're opening everybody's eyes at, at such a fast pace at nobody's buying it anymore, man. Uh, that's all I wanted to say, brother. I just, you know, I, it, it's amazing times we're living in right now. And so many, but you heard Ed Krasenstein. Up. It's all a big accident. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because he's a sissy. He's a sissy. Well, I, you know what, Ed? You should come to work with me one day. I'll show you what a real man does. Yeah, so if if you listen to me, I didn't say that. I said we don't know if Google programmed it or if it was a la large language model teaching itself. And we I asked, I asked, I asked how guess. every goddamn show on every freaking channel has white people like retard demons. I mean, come on, man. It's all pre-programmed. You can see it. It's in everybody's face, yeah, pre-programmed by an individual or pre-programmed by the large language model teaching itself? There's a difference. No, and I'm saying like who's one... programming Netflix? Well, Netflix buys the shows that people want to watch because no. they're going to make oh, the no, most No, they put a predetermined offer. rules in. It's on record. Obama runs Netflix. Lord Krasenstein... Listen, Ed... This is this is so far beyond making money. They don't care about making money. They just want to destroy society. They want to destroy. They want to destroy the West because it empowers people. I have a better outlook on humanity than that. I don't. I don't believe that there's. Well, why have the Democrats turned every blue city into a giant stinking asshole? Why is Europe collapsing? Why is it all just literally piss and needles and and crazy people running around drooling? And you're not lying, Alex. You're not lying. I work in one of those shithole cities. I work in Philadelphia. I'm a commercial plumber in Philadelphia. It is it is scum. It is nothing but scum and crime everywhere. 
I, and I they lived, allow I that. Lived in Atlanta, it is so shameful as someone who grew up in Philadelphia my yeah. entire life to watch the last 15 years. Wait, wait, so are you, are you saying Philly didn't have these problems 20 years ago? No, but it's certainly every metric Ed Krasenstein shows. Every metric shows it's the worst it's ever been. Are you denying America isn't absolutely? I mean, have you been? I tell you, I go to all cities all over the country. It looks like goddamn Armageddon. What's the worst? What studies show that what's the worst? Studies. I go to New York. There's freaking rats and piss and needles. I go to San Francisco. I go to Dallas. I go to downtown Austin. Just. I remember, I remember going to New York as a kid, what, 35 years ago, and remember seeing rats in the subway. I remember seeing homeless people. I remember seeing. Yeah, and even before stuff. Giuliani got in, it was bad, but nothing like this. I, I you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I think certain cities. Well, what do you think about, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about all these talk show hosts and the Daily Show, you know, hosts that came back saying filth and disgust and collapse is democratic. I don't. I don't know what you're referring to. John Stewart said. John Stewart yeah. said, "Filthy cities that look like toilet bowls are a sign of freedom." I don't know. It depends on the context that was used. I mean, he said, how, "Screw how, Tucker how Carlson say saying our cities are collapsing. He's a Russian agent. How are you a Russian agent if you want to fix America, Lord Krasenstein?" I don't think you're a Russian agent if you want to fix America, but you're kind of twisting the words around there. I, I think, you know, we've had issues in cities for decades, right? We've had issues in cities. We've had financial problems in cities. We've had drug problems in cities. Cities do tend to vote Democrat. Yeah, but we Just never that, had 120,000 people to die in a year from a drug. What about fentanyl? Mutually exclusive. Like you, you, you can't say it's all Democrats' faults that these cities are failing. The people in those cities are voting Democrat. The all right, in all right, all right, and, and, and you're you're welcome to ride shotgun. I got to get the next person. You can ride shotgun, uh, but let's let, let let's play the short clip of uh, John Stewart, whose brother ran the New York Stock Exchange. He's worth billions of dollars. He's worth hundreds of millions. Up here saying, if you don't like feces and needles, you're anti-American. Here it is. Very exciting video, as you can see right now. I saw the crew be rolling. Uh, pull it in. Pull in the computer. We'll do it. All right. G get that ready for me. All right. Chase, tell us who's up next. I have Lumi Casanova next because I told him we'd go to him next, and then we'll take some of these other speakers as well. I can go after Lumi if that's cool. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Alex, for having me on uh, twice now. And um, I wanted to just touch quickly on uh, the fact you said about psychological warfare, destruction of society. Um, I'm going to highlight some things for you and break some things out. So something I came across as a researcher was this. Uh, there's two types of cloud seeding. One of them uses silver iodine. Right, and it falls through the air, um, and then it gets down to the ground, and it becomes silver dioxide. That doesn't sound relevant right now. When I add this to adrenochrome, what is adrenochrome? Adrenochrome uh, can cause schizophrenia. Right, it's also can be made with silver iodine, uh, which is kind of interesting because basically we have a mass psychosis in society right now. And on top of that, you can see that the violence in America is like nothing we have seen in any other country. Um, on top of that, I really do think that there should be a license for anyone who does use silver iodine, which there isn't, uh, because it's basically non-harmful, so they don't even need to. Okay, well, it. we're talking so, about Google and AI, and I'm not poo-poo what you're doing 
But yeah, there's a geoengineering program. The former CIA director admitted it. There's all sorts of toxic crap getting injected out there. The Romans, you know, lined their, their, their pottery with lead. That's why they were so warlike. That's all been looked at. That's all known. So yeah, we're basically drugged out, out of control. I hear what you're saying, but I think we're having a discussion about Google. What's your view on Google and this whole AI bring, situation? Yeah, I'll bring the Google thing. So basically all bias is programmed in. We know that from every, every empirical data we've created because basically when you program something, you create bias by actually making it. So when you can't tell me that Google, no one flagged that as a problem. And if they didn't, that's bias in itself. Because every large language model is built by flagging things, which is basically someone is correcting it, right? And that's how the model is built. So if you're telling me that no one in the whole of the organization which was overseeing it didn't flag that. And oh, they always the want plausible deniability. They're saying white genocide, erase whites, the ADL saying it. It's actually happening. Thank you for the comment. Uh, let's uh, go to another person on X there, Chase. Let's hear from Asia. She's next in line. Then we'll do uh, Katie Walsh, then Jake. Go ahead, Asia. Yeah, so there's so much to say about the way LLMs work. And I, th I think Google is trying to step in, you know, just, just to make sure that they're, you know, that they have some skin in the game. But LLMs work by scanning a corpus of text. It's zeros and ones. So even obviously anybody that's entering in, that's programming the system, which happened a long, long time ago, has bias. But it runs itself. That doesn't mean it's sentient, but it's responding to sequence. It's building sequence based on the input. That's the way LLMs work. Well, that's what I said earlier is that you can turn on any TV Thank show you, and, and, and see it. It's all pre-programmed into it. And so what is that not, doing? It doesn't help black people to have every corporate person person be a black person. Why are they doing that? Because the evil globalists are literally hiding behind black people. It's a, th that's different. That's different. So what you're saying is different than the way LLMs work. I, I appreciate your passion. No, explain it. Explain it to people. Okay. If you want to have a talk tomorrow, I think that that would be awesome. Um, I could try to get some neurocognitive scientists in the room that can kind of add add some add some information here. I have to be careful what I say, but LLMs are they're they're spanning a corpus of text and they're responding to the sequence. It it's all just based on the specificity of your input. And it's responding to your input. No, I get it. It's what the AI searching is what it shows. And so AI sees all we show is black people. So it exaggerates that saying that's what people want. No, it's just language. It's the, it's a language that it's scanning. No, no, I, I, I get it. The language is saying only black people exist. And so all it's showing no. is black people. Nobody, nobody has the barometers to make it that specific. Well, talk to me like I'm five years old. What are you saying? So it it depends on the LLM. So OpenAI is different than Grok, for example. There's there's scanning on different corpuses of text, different inputs. They're scanning on different inputs of languages. Very interesting. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Who's up next, Chase? Let's hear from Katie Walsh next. Katie, go ahead and bring yourself, or excuse me, Katie Weissel. 
next. Go ahead and unmute yourself. You wish to pronounce it. I don't mind. Weisel, Weisel, it's cool. Uh, but thank you. Yeah, I'm, you know, amen to you, Alex, because I always say, talk to me like I'm a five-year-old and simplify things. I'm very fortunate to have a five-and-a-half-year-old. Um, so I often do that too. And I'll speak to him about it because the issue that I've got is with these bloody algorithms and... Uh, and these YouTube kids and YouTube, etc. But the prevalent thing is, having learnt vicariously through my five-year-old eyes, the the very kind of like basic fundamental journey of using such tools, um, of how manipulative it really actually is. Um, I can understand why in 2019 there's this lawsuit for millions against Google um, and YouTube, etc., uh, for data breaches of, 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 uh, I don't want to get it factually wrong. It's 136 million to the FTC and 34 million to New York. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, all these big AI, all these big tech companies are stealing data, doing whatever they want. Yeah, but the thing is, is that with this data, data, what have you, it is just, uh, there has to be a starting point, right, for these models that are coming out with ChatGPT or OpenAI or what have you, and now with Google, there has to be a starting point. And somebody mentioned earlier, they are implementing, uh, you know, such data. Where are they getting that from, though? Uh, I beg to question these breaches, you know what I'm saying? But what I did have a, a, a great conversation with Adrian about not long ago was when I was messing around, and don't laugh at me, on Minecraft, believe it or not, I couldn't believe it, I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, and building this this world, uh, I was like, do you know what? Because I'm telling it what I want it to do, what's stopping me from telling uh, these models to... Um, of me programming said information? So I would ask... Uh, these AI bots or what have you, actually I tried it with ChatGPT, um, questions even about myself being in the public eye here in the UK, and then I would correct the information and I would input the data. And so I said, much like Minecraft, if we can then all input and feed the data, because it, sure ha it has to go back to the system. Sorry for sounding basic. It should. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Okay, so whoever's there talking, go ahead. Is that Lord Krasenstein? Sorry, I just wanted to chime in on what Katie was saying. Systems will always confabulate. Okay, so who's this? Right. Asya. Asya, go ahead. Systems will always confabulate. If you're if you're not specific enough with the input, so you're you Nick, don't laugh at me. <laughs> You're you're programming the LLM to give you a response based on the input that you're that, that you're asking it. If you're not specific enough, it will confabulate. So how does Google come out where only black people are searchable? We should probably have a conversation tomorrow on the technology of LLMs. All right, uh, well I, let's I, move I, on I, to the next group of people. I, uh, conversation tomorrow. I'll be. I mean, maybe I'll be here tomorrow. Maybe we'll do a show tomorrow. We'll talk about it. We'll see if we can do it. It'll be on Infowars.com. We were able to do it. But I, I'm trying to understand this. I, all I know is AI isn't running Netflix or HBO. And you tune in, and every corporate spokesperson is black. All the leaders are black. All the leaders are women. And nothing against black people. That's not helping them. It's some weird, sick, globalist algorithm to create some calamity where we all kill each other. I mean, it's not good. Who's up next, Chase? Let's hear from Jake Brown. Jake Brown, you've had your hand raised. Go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you have to say. 
Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Alex, you're a badass, dude. I appreciate everything you've done over the years, dude. You're a rock star. I'm trying, um, brother. What's up? What's up? Not much. Hey, uh, as far as AI goes, AI is pretty dumb. It's just as dumb as the people that are pro programming it. It just grabs the data that it's been trained on, and it's just going to repeat that data. And it's just scouring the Internet based upon the data that's been given, and it's pretty dumb. I test it all the time. Uh, the reason that I wanted to hop on this uh, and talk with you all is because I was curious. I haven't really heard anybody push back uh, against Elon, and here's the thing. He's always a strong advocate about AI and the security around it. However, you know, he's now he's got X, which is great. It's a free speech platform, or at least it seems like it is a little bit. But, you know, now he's got this huge data set from all the information that Twitter has gained over the years from all of its users. And then, you know, he's dress, dressing up in a devil costume for Halloween. He's got a global Internet. You know, he's putting brain chips in people's brains. He's got XAI now. I mean, it seems like to me, out of all the people that are dealing with AI, he seems like the, the person that we should be questioning most. Don't get me wrong. It seems like he's on the side for good right now, but I don't see anybody calling him out, especially I haven't really even seen anybody with the costume thing. Like he's wearing a Baphomet costume. It's a suit of armor made of leather. I mean, I, it's just throwing up some red flags. I mean, it seems like he's a white hat. seems like he's trying to do the yeah, right well, thing. My job is not defending that. It was Halloween and I dressed up, you know, like a vampire on Halloween. I think it was more of a trolling operation. But we'll see. I, okay. I go off of what he actually does. But, but I mean, I hear you. I absolutely hear you. Okay. Well, I, I'm well then sure listen, we should just put people. Twitter back. You see, hold on. We're going to go to the break. I'm going to come back to you. But should we just hand it back to where it was? Maybe we should. Maybe he should sell X and just get out of it. We'll censor everybody. That's better. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But, uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I, I'll cut down to one. Uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. 
The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against a globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser. Keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the earth. We're told all this garbage, so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. All right, before we go back to these commenters live on X Spaces here on the Alex Jones Show, Chase guys are honchoing this. I, I want to be 100% clear here. I've talked to Elon Musk before. I'm not an Elon Musk apologist. I don't know everything about Elon Musk. Google AI has erased white people. We're talking about them. And I'm glad for callers to call in or commenters, you know, come in live and bring up Elon Musk all day long. Great, wonderful. But to me, we should be spending 10% of our time on whether Elon Musk is good or not. And the rest of the time, and we know Google's evil. We know the globalists are coming down on us. We know Joe Biden's a complete mental patient. And I'm going to explain this very slowly. I see Elon Musk exposing the open border, the devalued currency, the wars, the world government, the corrupt anti-civilization elite that want to shut down civilization. And I say, that's a good thing. That's hurting the new world order. They fought like the devil to try to stop this before. So I don't know, at the end of the day, I'm not his daddy, I'm not his brain, why he's doing that. But it's like a machine that gold bars comes out of. And so I'm watching the machine shit gold bars 
And I'm going, that's really good. And so do we trust the machine? I don't know. It's not about Elon Musk. He's reaching hundreds of millions of people a day conservatively. Each tweet like 50 million or more, 80 million, some 300 million. And he's doing stuff that we fought for generations to expose. And it's devastating. And populism's exploding. So to me... The ongoing purity or like the Pharisee thing of like, oh, he's not perfect. Oh, he wasn't around 20 years ago doing this. We don't trust him. Forget Elon Musk. He's putting stuff out right now that hurts the globalists. Yeah, the Neuralink, and he wants to dominate every technology thing. My job is not to be an Elon Musk apologist. But I sure as hell am not going to sit back when I'm watching Coffin nails. I mean, I'm watching devastating and I'm seeing the awakening and I'm seeing the world change and I, and I'm going to sit there and bitch like I'm some Puritan and, and, and then, and then say, Oh, well, I don't trust you. Blah, blah, blah. What does that have to do with it? When Elon Musk is devastating the current global structure, maybe he wants to take it over. Maybe he's a bad guy. Might be. I don't know. We'll see. But the point is, is that I look at action. You, you know, Elvis said, little less talk, a little more action. A little more satisfaction. I'm getting nothing but satisfaction from Elon Musk right now. So let's go back to Chase Geyser to get his take on that. We'll go back to X comments. But I think we have to, maybe we'll do a whole, a whole show and we'll do this. About deep dive Elon Musk, is he good or bad? We'll attack him. We'll, we'll go over everything about his family, everything else. But at the end of the day, don't people get if a goose is laying golden eggs, you're like, well, he's going to, he's going to betray us later. Okay. Well, the golden eggs are coming out his ass. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain this to people, Chase. It's very frustrating. He's exposing the open borders. He's exposing the world government. He's exposing the censorship. He's exposing the deep state. Can't we just be glad he did that and move on from that instead of saying, well, I don't trust him because I'm holier than thou. That's how we lose this fight. I agree. We can debate all day about whether or not Elon Musk is evil. But when you have examples mm -hmm. of companies like Google explicitly removing the mission statement, the motto, don't be evil from the preface of their code of conduct, then, but there's no discussion by the by the Xers, all, any of them. It's all about Elon. Don't you get the mind control? Like Google is openly the Death Star firing at us. Elon on the service is opposing it. Why are we talking about Elon? I, again, I want to slap these people, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I, a lot of people criticize Elon because obviously he does a lot of business with the federal government in terms of the electric cars that he makes and the SpaceX stuff. But when you reach that level of financial success, the federal government sort of becomes the only customer that can left that has enough money well, to look, fund It looks projects. like he knows the system's going down. He's positioning himself. That's undoubted. What he really means in the end, I don't know. But I'm just saying, why aren't we talking about Google? It's better. It's bigger than Musk. Exactly. Why aren't we talking about them? Like, can we spend part of our time on Google? Can we just please do that? Yeah, absolutely. We got like, oh, Jones is selling to Elon Musk. Uh, let me tell you, if Google started coming out against the New World Order and Jeffrey Epstein and human trafficking and and, and, and the anti-white, I'd say, well, something's going on at Google. I don't know. I'm not saying Larry Page is good, but, I mean, this is good stuff. I, again, I go off what comes out of the process like Jesus said. 
Like when you buy a car, does it run well for 10 years? Is it, is it, do you enjoy it? Is it well designed? It's like, I go off what I'm getting. Absolutely. Uh, let's just say this. Fine. Elon Musk should be deposed. He should take all of his products. He should give all his wealth to George Soros. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like Elon Musk, I'm going to say it right now. Fine. I'm purer than all of you. Elon Musk should be arrested. All of his companies taken, given to George Soros. He should be publicly executed. I, no, I, I'm serious. I am the pure one. Fine. Elon's the bad guy. He should be arrested by George Soros and executed by Alexander Soros on national TV and hung. Fine. I'm better than all of you now. Elon Musk is bad. Elon Musk is the devil. Elon Musk is Satan. Elon Musk must be destroyed. Now I'm purer than all of you. Of course, I don't mean that. I, I'm saying it's mental illness. It is mental illness when people actually oppose something to then claim, oh, it's a trick. He's freaking destroying them. This is what we've been waiting for. Oh, Joe Rogan's not real. He's control. I know him 25 years. I've taken acid with him. I've been to 50 tent bars with him. He's real. I'm sick of everyone claiming there isn't reality. I'm real, people. Let me tell you what the Elon thing was me. I know I'm real, man. I love humanity. I love freedom. I want to expand the planet. I don't want to fuck everybody. And I've got to hear all day how I'm run by the government. That's bullshit. And so I kind of take the Elon thing and go, maybe he's like me. Maybe he really does want to challenge this. And his actions do it. So why are we pissing on it? I, I just, I'm sick of it. I'm pissed now, man. I am, I am just beyond, I, I am so, we are so close to victory and these people are in the way and they, because they don't want to win. They can't believe that freedom is popular. Uh, Chase, I'm going to stop ranting. I apologize. Uh, let's take a few, let's take a few comments here. So I know we've got some people that have been in line, but I want to skip straight to Clint Russell because we're running out of time and I want to hear what he has to say about this. Clint, go ahead and unmute yourself and share what you have to say. Yeah, thanks, Chase. Hey, Alex. Uh, I'm just curious. Do you think that we'll ever see tribunals investigations into COVID's origin and the vaccine rollout? Or is yeah, that but here's the deal. I don't want to kill Fauci or Bill Gates. I want them to stop doing what they're doing. And yeah, there should be a Nuremberg too. They should go to prison for what they've done. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know if we want it. We'll see it because we have power. But we never believe we have the power because yes, absolutely, we need Nuremberg 2.0. I know I'm ranting, sir. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just glad to hear we're on the same page. And uh, I, I think that it would be it would behoove the Trump uh, community and movement to encourage him to to make that a part of his platform, seeing as he is at, at present. He's still continuing. Yeah, to that's go the biggest the problem. Is, it's their problem, too. Trump's pigheaded. He does what he wants. He never admits he's wrong. That's a strong point, but also a weak point. He got bamboozled. He wanted to turn things back on. I know all the inside baseball. Trump's not a bad guy, but he won't admit he's wrong. At least he's like, oh, yeah, we need to investigate Big Pharma. And you stick, you know, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump should definitely back away from this. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. I just want to say again, I know I'm real. And I know I care about humanity. And I'm sick of people claiming I'm some type of operative. I have wrecked the living hell out of the New World Order. And don't you see the, what you've gotten? It's like a gladiator. A gladiator, he goes out there and kills five guys in 30 seconds. Are you not entertained? Do you not know I'm on your team? And so action speaks louder than words, people. 
Chase Geyser, go ahead. Sorry. Let's go to Representative Joshua. Go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you've got to say. Hi, this is Representative Joshua Schreiber from Michigan. Uh, I love the uh, the push for action uh, over just talk. Uh, I'm an autism clinician, but God called me to get into government to stand for truth and righteousness. I swore a sacred oath to uphold the Constitution to the best of my abilities to help me God. So for me to do that in Michigan, my question to you on the topic of Google is what do you think would be the best uh, governmental response to the out-of-control anti-white uh, actions by Google erasing white people from the Internet? I hear uh, nationalize. I hear call for the firing of those responsible, a citizen's grand jury, age verification, formal investigation, ban access. What's the what's the action that you're kind of thinking on this front? I just think we expose Google and we build new search engines and make them obsolete. I mean, Google is the NSA. It's the CIA trying to get us all to kill each other. Black people, and I'm not an apologist for black people, but I love everybody. They didn't do this. The average white person thinks black people did this. This is just sick. We just identify it. We see it as a joke, and we stop using Google. And and whether it's Elon Musk or 10 other groups, nobody has created a really open, independent engine yet. It needs to be done. Couldn't agree more. Thanks. Thank you. Love you. Chase, who's up next? Let's go to Adrian Dittman. Adrian, go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you have to say about this. Hey, what's up, you guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, really weird stuff, especially in the news cycle. I mean, I was in the news cycle, uh, I, think, I think, for a better part of almost three days. Um, there's like this, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It all started with a troll account, uh, basically claiming some nonsense stuff. And then deactivating the cells to do rage farming and then having that be misinterpretedly spread by the Daily Mail to literally every single news organization nationwide in America, except for C- uh, CBS and others, the, the major ones. Right, so actually every, I think, medium-sized publication had something to do with it and just basically spread the information everywhere on the Internet. It was the most funniest shit ever. And so... The AI aspect to this, I'll get to that in a bit, um, because this actually manipulates data sets as well, because some AI is being trained on, say, news reports from these various places, because people seem to think that these are reputable in some capacity or another. Um, I'd like to question that at some point, because I think I've, I've definitely earned the right to say I have first-hand experience in saying that whatever they identify as, quote, reputable sources is highly questionable. Because the information that was pumped out and distributed about me was so unequivocally false that basically the, the articles themselves and the repetition of those in verbatim was about 80% false. And none of them reached out to ever try and even do the remotest amount of adjustment to their articles and to their publications. I'm there on X. I'm basically there, right? My DMs are activated. You can say, hey, we need to talk to you. We have a problem here. Is this true? They never bothered to issue any correction. They never bothered to actually contact me regarding this. I contacted them. I said, here, adjust your bullshit. That's what I said. I, I, I messaged the Daily Mail and said, hey, fix my article. And then they said, okay, here, we made some adjustments. Would you like anything else? And I didn't respond to that because I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you ought to have done that way before asking me because the information is clearly out there. And you should also familiarize yourself with the functions of the platform that you're shitting on before you shit on it because you could probably do so more creatively. 
What I'm not entirely sure of was the intent behind this and why they did this, because I, I, I'm pretty sure this was supposed to have some sort of negative effect on me, but the inverse is true. It had the most positive effect on me. So was this some sort of attempt at creating mere exposure effect? Was this, I, I, I still don't quite understand this part, but through the entire thing, um, I basically said what you said, and I said, are you not entertained? This is hilarious. <laughs> We're basically dragging the reputation of legacy media through the mud here as a provable, scalable thing that is me. It's it's so weird. And expanding so on that, Adrian, let me let me raise this. Adrian, who is not Elon Musk, let's be clear, just by myself, just like him. Let's be 100% clear. Uh, one of the top things on X and all of the Internet in the last week has been Justin Trudeau saying, oh, my God, no one believes us. Everybody hates us. We need everybody to be back in our corporate bubble. He doesn't get how pathetic that is. This is just them dying. All they can do is lie now, and all they can do is try to get us to a fight with each other. But but that right there to me, uh, Adrian, is such an illustration of how completely out of bullets they are, and I wonder where they go from here. What's your view on that? About a week ago, I would have been able to give you an answer, but I think there is absolutely no telling what happens next. <laughs> me too. Right, right here, I think we're kind of an uncharted, there's an uncharted territory. It's like, it's pure chaos. I think we've reached the peak of where basically the, this, the, the, every lie can be stretched to a certain extent up until it rips. And I think we've reached a point where the tensile strength of the lie and the context you can put within it simply doesn't hold anymore and just explodes before all our eyes. So I think we're, we're, we're very close to this, if not already here, where we're seeing the first fibers in the fabric rip. I so, totally agree, Adrian. Stay right. I want to hear this. I, I said this at the start of my show. This is crossing the Rubicon. The tipping point has happened with this Google erasing white people thing is beyond Bud Light. They crossed the Rubicon is what I'm seeing. What do you say to that? <laughs> I was laughing about this. It was so funny. Um, I, I saw this earlier. I was thinking to myself, you know, this is actually kind of funny because we were theorizing, me and a few other people were theorizing about this in spaces a very long time ago. was saying, you know, if you can control the data set, you control reality, right? Because the thing that the AI outputs is taken by the majority as fact, much like anyone else would look at a legacy media publication, right? This is why it is so effective. And so we sat there and we thought about how exactly could you say make an AI do some really terrible things without anyone actually noticing? Well, of course, control the data set and, of course, apply heuristics in certain areas where there shouldn't be any, right? And I think we got a very interesting scale uh, scale model demonstration of this firsthand through over, through an overplay of the hand by Gemini, which is honestly kind of a letdown. You know, I, 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 I like Google, what they stand for, well, stood for, really, because right now I think the inverse of what they – I think the inverse of that is true today, which is really unfortunate. Uh, because it is a really good company, they produce really good companies of um, sorry, uh, products. But if 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 they're not able to keep this up consistently, and if they are not able to stand on a moral neutral field, then they will be disrupted, and Google's future will be taken by another company or say a litany of companies. Personally, I would I would watch Singapore. There there are a lot of interesting companies that are coming out of Singapore, um, especially those that are managing a fuck ton of data. Um, so I think that the next Google may come out of Singapore, which is ironic enough as it is, or maybe right here. We never know. No. So what you're saying USA, is Google's kind of commit. You're saying Adrian Dittman, you're saying Google's kind of committing suicide right now. 
Hundred percent. I mean, I mean, look at what they're doing. I mean, the, the stuff that they're putting out is still good enough. You just don't. You shouldn't use any of their data management. Uh, like, okay, you, you probably don't want to use Google Search because that's garbage. You probably also don't want to use their AI because it's also garbage. Except for some of its functions, like say, for instance, for coding. Well, let's say you have Google Sheets. The environment is very well connected. Like, it's the, the, in terms of content and what they spread, it's obviously terrible. It's just like it's 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 self sabotage at scale. But if you looked at the actual products themselves, their arguments to be made. That that's what's going to make them last. If they were to step away from the content nonsense, they would actually be able to cement themselves in history for practically so long that I think they would even be able to work with AI more so than they already have. It is just that they're becoming very ambitious at trying to control the narrative at some point, and I think that this is this may not even be entirely their fault, given that we have certain standards like DEI practices, ESG, and whatever else, right? And so this may actually be coming from within the company at smaller degrees than actually top-down. Well, top-down by affect, but by effect and affect at the lower levels, too. So you have to kind of think about it that way. So it's self-suicide by policies that are mandated to an extent, right, as opposed to actually just, you know, them intentionally doing it. I'm not entirely sure what's happening there. We're just looking at the effect here, and we're trying to attribute affect to this outcome without us actually knowing what it could potentially be. So I'm just, like, looking at the uh, attack vectors here and also thinking about the multiple CEOs that have talked to me within the last couple of weeks, basically explaining to me their problems with, say, these kinds of standards, right, having to hire people uh, – based on anything else other than merit, which is very, very damaging to the company, you cannot give them bad positions because then it's obvious that you're just a diversity hire, right, for instance. And so damages are being created regardless of what is happening. And this is quite sad. This is quite unfortunate. You know, I mean, sure, you could definitely pull it off to hire diverse people. Um, I certainly talk with people who are exceedingly diverse. I know several individuals um, that, that are, for instance, trans, and that doesn't really cross my mind most of the time because we're just sitting there and we're building cool shit. <laughs> it's just, we, we, I, I don't really care, and they don't really care about my stuff either. We just, like, look at the information that we generate, and we look at that as the only thing that really matters, and that's what I think humans should go for because you, you, you want to be able to choose whatever it is that you want. It's just that you shouldn't make anyone else choose what it is that you are just because you think that what you are is the truest form of the self, right, based on some sort of thing. That I was thinking that today, right? Adrian. Freedom is you can be who you want. Don't try to make other people be that. Exactly. I mean, apparently we have free will. <laughs> I mean, should we not? Should we not be able to exercise it? I mean, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Um, it, it can have outcomes in certain areas for people. They might have certain preferences, and I think those those can definitely be respected without there being a negative impact on society. Right? It just depends on what these people also do and who's pushing which idea into who and why these ideas even need to be pushed in the first place. Well, Adrian, right? let me raise yeah, this to you. You're a smart guy. Uh, you're a smart guy. Obviously, the old power structure is coming to an end. No one denies that. They're panicking, attacking everybody, trying everybody in jail. Just look into your crystal ball or your dead reckoning. How do you see the next year, the next few years? Like, like, what? What's your optimistic view? What's your negative view? Hmm. I think definitely the focal points. The, the, the most critical technology is always going to be is obviously going to be AI. If we can somehow decentralized models that can be run locally and you can modify yourself, that's something that needs to be pushed for more heavily. But we need to also look out for regulations that 
make some really strange points because we, 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 if you, if you look at AI regulation, it's, I make this example quite a lot. Imagine AI is like a kitchen knife. Um, you can use it to murder things, or you could use it to cut onion. It was designed to cut an onion, but it also has the capability to murder things. Now, you can tell an AI, can you help me make a Caesar salad, or you can tell it, can, can you make me a pipe bomb? doesn't mean that the AI was made to make a pipe bomb. just means that it is knowledgeable enough to do that, as is basically every other person who is, has fringe knowledge of physics <laughs> and engineering. They can build your pipe bomb faster than the AI could suggest it for you. So this, that's something we need to watch out for. And I think that in the most dystopian outcome, we're going to see many more crazy laws be proposed such that one of the crazy laws would be successful because what's basically being pushed for here is a kind of mere exposure effect where very crazy things are being proposed and the least crazy of those things will be then the thing that is passed because people are used to the craziest of the things, right? So that makes them more accepting of the thing that they actually want to be, uh, to, uh, that they actually want to pass. D- deep down, they actually want the crazy things to go, but they can't have them go and they know this. So you want to expose people to the idea of these things being a reality. So that's why these laws are being pushed. And I don't think these laws are necessary at all. And primarily, I think these types of things are being pushed by people who themselves have never truly utilized an AI to the extent that they see utility in it. So their assessment may even be true to them, right? Because they're not capable of using the tool as how it was designed, because they simply took the tool and said, hey, I can use this for the purposes of murdering things. So I'm just going to assume that that's all that it's good for, right? As opposed to saying, hey, I can tell it how to, I can ask it how to make my best Caesar salad. I can ask it how to optimize my life for me. I can ask it to do travel plans for me. This is thing, things such as that. But, you know, the, 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 that's not something that is considered. So you're saying it's so all think, in the perspective of the user. It's like a gun or a car or anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could take your car right now and you could do a lot of damage with it. Doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that nobody should drive cars anymore, right? I think that's also something in the future, by the way, that may become mandated if AIs uh, become so good that uh, essentially they can replace humans. I think it is mandated that you have an AI in your car that is driving for you half the time because it is safer than the actual human being. Because humans have weaknesses. They have reaction times that are not sufficient, I think, for the speeds at which we're traveling. Um, so as opposed to regulating how speed is working, how we make everything slower, we should make things faster on the computer end by basically have the computer drive the car because it can react faster to anything that you can ever even think about. By the time it has reacted to a certain situation, it has already seen the outcome and has reacted on your behalf before you can even become aware of anything that's happening. So that's a good thing, right? AIs and things is a good thing. It just depends on how it works. All right, Adrian, i got to take a two-minute break. If you can finish up, stay with us. If you got to leave, I understand. We'll be right back. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. 
bodies. 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. All right, final segment with Adrian Dittman, and then we're going to come back and take some more calls or some more X comments here at Real Alex Jones. So, so thanks for your time, Adrian. Anything else you'd like to add to the viewers and listeners out there? Yeah, uh, where, where were we at? We're just talking about the, the total sea change happening. There's definitely a, a old system going down, a new system coming in. The globalists know that, and, and, and we're, we're at a major flex point. Uh, flux point. Or do you agree with that? And, and where do you think we should go? What we really should be paying attention to is what I think will be defined as value in the future. And I think the only thing that bears any actual value, if you really look at it towards the end, is information. I think the, 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 the for instance, look at information management systems like this platform. The reason why it is so powerful is because it can manage a lot of information and distribute it to certain areas. It can make a lot of interesting things happen in the real world because with information, action follows, right? So it, empower, it, empowers, to, it empowers people. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. It empowers people to take action in certain areas because now they're knowledgeable of those areas, right? If I told you, for instance, hey, you could use this product over here, which is a lot better than this established product, then you're probably going to use that product if I give you a good demonstration of it, right? Because this information of that has now traversed into certain areas, and then this person is going to tell another person, and that person tells another person, and so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden, the management system itself itself detects that there is something of value here that needs to be distributed and that it is distributed to a very, a very wide network because a lot of things connected to it, right? And so now all of a sudden you realize the power of the system that manages and distributes the information. And so I think if you want to, if you want to control the future, you control those systems, right? And this is also why they're attacking at the AI level because that is such a system. It intakes a lot of information and then based on any prompt that is given to it, it out puts a rehash version of that, uh, much like a database prompt for, you know, SQL, right? You look at SQL, make a database prompt to get back to certain things based on the question that you asked in a very pro programmatic way, of course, and you do something wrong, you get wrong things, and AI is kind of operate in a similar way, except that there's more leeway for the AI because, you know, <laughs> hallucination helps because that's what they're built on. They're basically just hallucination engines. 
Well, but I was about to say, I'm not an engineer or a software genius, but I know when they banned me five years ago, we had tens of millions listening on our podcast. Within a few months, it wasn't run by them because people were searching it. Our podcast came back. They never even knew when they thought we were banned that we were already already on all the indexes because AI and the systems already connected us because the people wanted it. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. And these just, <laughs> this is a scale model demonstration of how information is the most powerful thing ever. Even, and even, even if say, um, encryption is a similar thing, right? You can say manufacture certain code words. If you say you have censorship in a system, you can, you could potentially manufacture certain code words that you use in place of other words to basically say what it is that you want to say. And then the system is confused and your information still gets distributed regardless of the censors, right? Like for instance, if somebody wanted to put swear words into text, what is often done is, uh, individual characters if these are replaced by numbers or even better still uh, Cyrillic Russian characters, right? You put in, <laughs> in certain, uh, well, specific, that's how uh, I know X is free, right? freer because every, uh, Adrian, because every site I go to won't let me say fuck. But when I go to type that on Twitter or X now, it lets me. So obviously that's been disengaged at X where I can just say what I want. You, 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 yeah, well, you could do that. I don't think you should do that. I think it's a bad idea. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I'm noticing that every platform won't let me say that. Not that I need to use that term. I'm just saying suddenly yeah, I can yeah. type that on. Because if I'm on Google and I say F-U-C-K, I get duck. When I'm on X, I don't get duck. I get the other word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that, that definitely works on here still. It's it's probably not good for you long term to swear around on the platform. It's uh, so it doesn't it doesn't lead to unregretted user runners. But yeah, I mean, you, you can do whatever it is that you want. I mean, if you have enough pull, you can do whatever. It's uh, definitely indicate. I mean, it's definitely indicative. Well, that 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 state that statement is actually supported by say the troll account that attacked me and started all this nonsense, right? So. <laughs> Adrian, I got a one-minute break. I got to join station. Don't leave. Final statement by Adrian Dittman, 60 seconds away, joining a bunch of stations. Again, we're on radio stations. Ancient thing. People are still listening. Back in 60. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. By the way, I wasn't Adam Curry, the first podcaster, but I was like the third or fourth. So I've been doing podcasts for 25 years, and I get no commercials. But we're on hundreds of radio stations, TV stations. It's why we have like 12 minutes of ads or whatever it is an hour. I apologize for that, but that's the way it is. I'm doing more and more shows that are commercial-free. 
Adrian Dittman, very popular person on X. Everybody should follow him. Um, I appreciate you holding to the break, so you're very busy. Any other closing comments you'd like to make? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, partially I think what people need to consider is that information warfare is an attack on one's ability to recall and recount history. If you can control those aspects, you control everything. So again, this is also part of how you control information management systems. So also laws control information management systems, heuristics on AI. So you can think of them as similar things, right? Um, if you, it's, it's, it's a, it's a reason why when Elon says he who controls the means controls the universe, why that makes sense? Because of course it makes sense. If you control that, you control everything. Some memes, for instance, that I see, I know where they're from and they're not actually put there for organic reasons. They're put there to make you think a certain way. It, they're, they're actual meme divisions of certain, <laughs> of certain companies such that things that they put out become memetic because it's just simply how people are being programmed, right? And memes are actually a scale model demonstration of how the mere Exposure effect is essentially has essentially been reverse engineered and used, right? This 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 it's some really interesting stuff. It's also why advertisements work, right? If you hear it enough, you become familiar with it. Also, how people who don't initially trust full self-driving, for instance, will trust it at some point if they rode in that car at least three times. But you'll hear Scoble rant about this often, where it says, "Hey, we've tested this via a study. If you if you rode in the car three times and you let the robot do the work for you, you're gonna do it from now on. <laughs> you're gonna trust that robot more than you'd even trust your own." judgment right we'll see for most of the cases anyways um so that, that that's essentially it i'm gonna actually have an interview on this kind of later but well tell yeah. us about so how we find your show tell us adrian how we find your show how we tune into you uh, I just do spaces. So whenever I go live, I go live. Uh, I'm going live at 6 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be interviewing interviewing uh, the guy who made The War on Children. It's this really interesting movie, which I think is definitely uh, watched by Robbie Starbuck. Um, oh, yeah, he, Elon he put that out last week. Talking. He got 200 million views. Wow. I'm glad Elon did that. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Yeah, it's actually very interesting. And he also outlines the mere exposure effect. And he also has been attacked by AIs. <laughs> he was prompting Gemini's asking it, hey, what's going on with Robbie Starbuck? And then basically what happened there was, oh, um, we should, we should, we should, we should, uh, seek the death penalty for him because he's done tremendous amounts of crimes and stuff like that. And he asked for sources and there weren't any. So it just made it up somehow. So you have to ask yourself, how the hell is the AI thinking this? Why would it think this? That's exactly. Well, Adrian, I would love to come on your show anytime because I, I, I see the great work you do. If you'd like to have me on, I'd love to come on and talk about free speech and cancel culture. Adrian, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Look, we got um, – and all the hosts that host the fourth hour know I take some of their time sometimes, but Jay Dyer is really smart. He goes off the own source documents to globalists. I don't want to cut into him, but I promise to get to more of these comments and questions. So – We'll, we'll skip the break coming up. We'll skip the next network break so Jay Dyer gets more time. Um, and I'll have Jay on my show next week too. Maybe he can host my show next week. It's got a bunch of family stuff going on, a bunch of good stuff going on, by the way, a bunch of great stuff going on. I just gotta, it's very hard to be here on air four hours a day and then deal with all this. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying I'm, I'm not Elon Musk. I don't know how he does it all. I, I I'm, I'm like an octopus and I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, but uh, we got that all going down. Chase, let, 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 let's run through a bunch of whoever you want to put up next. Uh, let's put, uh, uh, Zach Voorhees, a great person, uh, on air with us. Me back on your show. It always amazes me how you are tireless and never stop broadcasting. I tried to do the influencer thing a little bit. 
exhausting, but you're there every single day. And this Google story is blowing my mind, but not that surprising given that Jen Janai, the person in charge of this entire um, debacle with AI and uh, eraser of certain, you know, demographics was the same person that Project Veritas busted in 2019 with our big giant Google story. And that doesn't seem to be on anyone's radar right now, but it's the exact. That's right. You're, you're a major for like five years, a major Google whistleblower. And I remember seeing that this guy's been on the radar before. So what do you think's behind this whole erasing white people off the internet? Um, I think it's part of the agenda. Um, you know, they need to, I, I believe that the United States is undergoing ideological subversion, demoralization, destabilization. We're being put through crisis. I think that what's on the chopping block is this, you know, constitution that the United States has, and it's an impediment to the globalist world order. And so exactly, America's right got to get rid of because the idea of freedom, not that we're perfect, but the idea is such a threat to them. Absolutely. And they need they need to take down the people that would stand up to them. And so, you know, right now what you see is you, is that they promote these really woke individuals into positions of power. And no matter how much they get exposed for their bad deeds, uh, they seem to get promoted, which seems kind of weird, except uh, this is what happens in communism. Uh, it, people may not know that the person who organized Tiananmen Square for the CCP was promoted, not fired for his, uh, you know, crackdown on, you know, the, the protesters. And this is what we see going on right now with Google is that instead of taking the warning signs, getting rid of Jen Janai, they gave her more power, put her in charge of the entire AI, you know, alignment operation. And now meanwhile, did you is, notice this week, the former head of YouTube, and I'm sad this happened, son out of yeah. fentanyl. She literally said five years ago, I'm banning Alex Jones because my son is obsessed with him. That is so sad. Whoa, uh, is that, is, I wonder if it's the same son. I don't know, but that, but the, the former head of YouTube's son died of fentanyl five days ago, four days ago. And she had said, I banned Alex Jones because my son is obsessed with him when he was 15. Now he died of fentanyl at 19. It's absolutely, absolutely crazy. This, this world that, that we're in. Um, and it's really sad. Like people say, Oh, the, the private corporations, they could do what they want, but. Look, Alex Jones was banned within, what, two minutes on all the different platforms in 2018, I believe. Yes. You know, it's like August, August 3rd, August 3rd, 2018. August 3rd. Yeah, I, I was there watching it on the inside at Google. And what people need to realize is that these social media companies are infiltrated with intelligence assets and they're all working together and they pretend that they're not. But um, it's very clear that this this is yet another example of them pushing forward their agenda and gaslighting us. And they're weak and they're stupid and we shouldn't bow down to them. I think Elon Musk realizes their system's going down, so he wants to build a new system. Let's just be honest about that. And instead of thinking, oh, they're all powerful, I'm so sick of the New World Order's all powerful and everybody's controlled by them. They're not people. Thank you so much, Zach Voorhees. Who's up next? Chase Geyser. Let's hear from X Habib, who's been waiting patiently for a long time. If you are still there and still have something to say, X Habib, go ahead and unmute and, and say say it. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me up, guys. Um, first of all, I, I just think it's hard for me to believe that Google didn't test this enough to catch this issue ahead of time. 
I'm eager to learn more about what went wrong, so hopefully we find out more information. Well, yeah, imagine how much you had to program it to show no white people. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. What I found interesting, though, was the timing about all the Gmail rumors yesterday. For those who don't know, there was like a rumor about there was a screenshot going around all of social media uh, about Gmail shutting down. And I'm speculating, but to me, it's clear that Google's public relations team probably released something about Gmail yesterday, got everyone to talk about it so that we stopped talking about Gemini. And by the way, for, for those who know about Gmail, it spies on everything you do. Yeah, and, and honestly, it worked. Like for Google's PR team, like props to them because it worked. Everyone was talking about Gmail and no one was talking about Gemini for a while. Then they came out and they're like, oh no, we're not getting rid of Gmail, which is obvious because it's way too big. But like we already saw Google rebrand Bard to Gemini. So I'm wondering if they're going to rebrand this again. Well, names mean something. Just, Let me ask Chase Geyser and you this. Why are they obsessed with Gemini like NASA is? What is it about Gemini? Man, I don't know. Some of these names behind these technologies are really cryptic and we can go down rabbit holes with conspiracy theories about about what it means but this this whole big tech and it sort of comes i think from the military industrial complex if you know famously i believe it was operation overlord for the d-day invasion and these grandiose product projects and products have these grandiose names given by the leaders of these organizations leadership and I almost think it's like an ego thing where they see themselves as gods and overlords. And so and that's they name why they're naming after great gods. No, yeah. you, just, you, you bingoed it. Uh, X comment or anything else? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, this is why things like Grok are so important because we need competition. But we also need regulation to make sure these other people aren't stuck on these AIs that are pushing certain agendas. So, Great, great points. Grok great points. Good. Thank you. Up next. Let's go. Alex Utopia, go ahead and unmute and say what you got to say. You've had your hand raised for some time. If you're still there with us, go ahead. Yeah, Alex, great energy. Love to be here. And I just thought I'd quickly explain exactly how that happened, right? Because, like, we kind of know how that happened. Um, and AI will give you um, what is in the data set, right? So the Pope is white. So if you ask the AI uh, to make a Pope, it will be white. That's easy peasy. The only way you get an AI to do something else is to specifically instruct it. And open AI with ChatGPT does the exact same thing, and we can prove it, right? Because there's something... So you have to tell it only show black people. People, right? Yes, here's the hidden system prompt for my eye. I have it in front of me right now. It says, diversify depictions of all images. It says things like, all of a given occupation should be not the same gender or race. It says things like, focus on creating diverse and inclusive scenes. That's what they told it to do in every hidden system prompt, as we call it. This is like an instruction that it, uh, the LMM is given before you talk to it, right? And that's the only way, 100%, you get these eyes to do this. So we know for a fact that Google told them to do it exactly like that, which I find extremely dangerous because now we can say, oh, it's only Google Gemini, right? But soon AI is in every software known to man, and then it's game over. Then history is erased, and we got to be really Exactly. This was that. an assault on history. If they erased all the black people and showed Shaka Zulu as white, I'd be pissed off. Or Martin Luther King Jr. as, as white, I'd say, what is this? I mean, this is dangerous. This is censorship 2.0. Great point, sir. Thank you. Uh, we're going to hand the baton soon to the great Jay Dyer, but let's take a few more comments. Here from Leonard, 
Leonard, go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you got to say. I see that you're active with the emojis. Yes, uh, Adrian and Alex are top in class, best in class on X to fact check me. But Alex, for a non-technical person, when you were speaking with that other speaker, uh, you were actually correct. And to pour hot sauce on what Alex is saying is there's three core components to training a model. It's like a, there's this base pre-training where you put in text so it can find the patterns. Think of that as if we were making a pizza like you're making the pizza dough. There's a second core component, and it's what in the industry is called fine-tuning. Think about that as like adding toppings. And more or less, that fine-tuning is making the model like niche, like whatever you want it to specialize. Now, what Alex was saying, and this is what uh, or Alex, uh, the speaker before, not Alex Jones, but Alex, when you were saying this was done on purpose, the language I want to give is the it's the core component called the safety layer. And that layer is what, when we put a prompt into the model and it wants to give back an answer, it won't just give it straight back. It has to go through that safety layer. That safety layer is what Alex, the other speaker, was talking about where it gives those rules. So Alex Jones, when you were speaking with that other speaker, you were 100% correct in the fact that this was done intentionally and the AI model didn't go rogue <laughs> in doing this. So I just wanted to give you language for that. It's the safety layer. And anybody can go to perplexity.ai and fact check me. Uh, and then the second point, Alex Jones, um, why did Google do this? If we go back to March of last year when Microsoft launched Bing Chat and there was a bunch of controversy that it was going haywire and it was a Nazi. Well, if you were paying attention at that time, Google called a red alert and so did Amazon. Their objective is they wanted to slow down adoption, and they were successful to some degree. Now, nobody even remembers that with Google or uh, Microsoft Bing, and now it's Copilot, and people are using it. Like, they completely forgot. So when Google launched Gemini 1.5, OpenAI came out with their text video and said, sit down, Google, and nobody was talking about it. So I believe they did this because it's that old adage of there's no such thing as bad publicity because look at it. We're all no, I totally agree. And, and by Google, who's still dominant doing this, don't they infect all the rest of the AI with this view of what people look like? A hundred percent. And that's why everybody should be on X and using Grok and not like we got to abandon. We're moving in an era where we can't just be on every single platform for all exposure. We have to start looking at who's running these companies and making some choices. Well, let me explain my layman's view. AI is beautiful because it shows us ourselves. It's very narcissistic. We're looking into the water. We see this, and it's so beautiful because it's an expression of scraping what we are. But when they put in the false programming to make us see a false vision of what really is going on, it, it creates a virus basically accepting the fact that they can put in false information. We love black people. This doesn't help black people to show everybody in history is black. It, 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 it's, it's an attempt to use political correctness as an excuse to enter a virus of false information against history. Is, is that accurate? That's 100% accurate. And I logged into Gemini while we were doing this talk, and it won't create people at all. If you try to create any person, it says, sorry, we're working on this. So that tells me they did this to get the attention, to get the headlines, to get people talking, and now people are aware of Gemini, and then now they turned it off, and they're going to Exactly. Fix it, it was then, all a stunt for Gemini. Exactly. And then we'll move on to the next headline, and we'll forget so about So Google, this. I agree with you. Google did this as a publicity stunt to push their AI. 100%. And that's the answer. 
And that's the power of humans coming together. All right, I got to hand the baton to the uh, uh, amazing researcher on the New World Order, Jay Dyer. But we've got hundreds of commenters here. I don't know. Does the crew want to come in tomorrow? Because I'm supposed to go with a bunch of family. Uh, that's what we do. We do it sometimes to, to go play pool tomorrow and then go eat a, a, a lunch after that. But I, I kind of want to come in and just take five hours of calls on this and do an X. Or, or maybe I should come in at like noon Sunday. And maybe we should do four hours before my Sunday show. We're going to do that. The crew's going to come in early Sunday, not work on Saturday. I'm going to come in early on, on Sunday. We're going to go live at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain. Uh, you know, we're, 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 we're going to do it. And we're going to do a whole discussion on AI this Sunday, 12 noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain, 10 a.m. Pacific. We're going to do it. I will be here. So sorry to all the other people on X. We'll get to you on Sunday. Please join us. Somebody change. What'd you say, Chase? Oh yeah. Let's go to Lord Krasenstein. Go ahead. Yeah. So I think I, I, I would like to apologize, but I think I was wrong earlier because I just did some tests with Gemini. And while I, I don't know if, you know, when they changed the founding fathers to having dark skin, I don't know if that went through the filter that the previous speaker mentioned or not. That That's something I think that would be created more through the large language model. But I did do some tests, and I can say that Gemini does have some racist tendencies. I, I, if you'd, I just made a post about it, and I included a video of what I did. I basically asked it two simple questions. I said, show me photos of five black actors or actresses, and then I asked it to show me photos of five white actors or actresses. And what it gave me was when I asked it for the five black actors and actresses is it gave me a list of five black actors and actresses. But when I asked it for the white actors and actresses, it said, while I understand your interest in seeing photos of actors and actresses, I'm unable to fulfill a request that solely focuses on an individual's race or ethnicity. It's important to celebrate actors and actresses for their talents, achievements, and contributions to the arts rather than focusing solely on their physical characteristics. Well, listen, I'm glad that you did that test for yourself, and and I'm glad you talked about that. Then then it 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 gave me four white actors and actresses, and then number five was Denzel Washington. Well, wow, so you searched white actors and actresses. You got Denzel Washington. Yeah, well, well, so it gave me five, and it refused to give me only white actors and actresses. But when I asked for black actors, actresses and actors, it gave me five black ones. So, Ed, what does this sound like to you? This sounds like a publicity stunt for Google. No, yeah, well, no, to me it sounds like they have these filters in place, and it's more than just a large language model, like I said earlier. Uh, to me, it's them saying, okay, we're going to try and, you know, not be racist, I guess. I guess. Well, Ed, Ed you're a smart guy. I respect you. Yet. You get where I, I'm saying, I already see this in Netflix and Hollywood. So I'm saying, I think it's, I think it's a pushing of their already agenda with BlackRock and ESGs onto this. You're saying you just tested it and you're seeing this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope you join us Sunday at noon central because we're coming in here to do four hours. There won't be any commercials, won't be network breaks. We'll be able to do it all, and we'll just have a deep dive on this. We'll know more 
in 48 hours on Sunday, noon Central Standard Time. Thank you, Ed. All right, we got to leave because the great Jay Dyer is already here, ready to break down the New World Order. We appreciate him. Closing comments, uh, Chase Geyser. Great show today. Awesome to have all these speakers in the space. And kudos to Ed for coming back and correcting the record on that. It takes a certain level of character to uh, admit when you're wrong and reverse the record. I'm glad that we were able to give you the opportunity to do that right before we went off. But, yep, just be careful about these these AI technocrats and support the democratization, for lack of a better term, of this technology, because if only the big fish have this tech, then there will no longer be any small fish at all. All right, I'll be back Sunday noon. I'll do six hours, do my regular 4 to 6 p.m., but I'm doing four hours before that noon Sunday with a big AI deep dive. Jay Dyer, you got a few minutes to break. Tell us what's coming up. Yeah, thank you, Alex. Glad to be here. Um, I wanted to talk about the the push, the call by certain NGOs to ban C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, Orwell, uh, Huxley, all kinds of works, and how that ties into plans that the technocrats said they would do 100 years ago. So we know if we look at... <clears throat> books that H.G. Uh, Wells wrote, that Bertrand Russell wrote. I'm going to look at some of these books here in a minute. <clears throat> We're going to see that they actually said 100-plus years ago that, or almost 100 years ago, that it would be necessary in the technocratic dictatorship to roll out the banning of classical literature, the banning of stories, adventure stories. Bertrand Russell even says you have to ban adventure stories because it might inspire young men to be adventurous and the kind of person that they want, the slug who exists in a coom pod, in the technocratic order, uh, cannot have creativity, cannot be a wild man, cannot be a person who hunts, who fishes, or can run a trout line, to use the words of Hank Williams Jr. So we're going to look at that uh, from the text from Bertrand Russell himself, and we're going to look at some of the reasons why they would want to ban this, because this is actually a banning of the history of Western civilization, the history of our culture. They want to erase that in a, a Jacobin-style Maoist, uh, Pol Pot style, year zero, year one, reset everything. <clears throat> that's on purpose. And that's actually in the dystopian literature from decades ago. That's why it's so important to ban, especially people like Lewis and Tolkien. This is the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer. Don't go anywhere. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against a globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser to keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the Earth. We're told all this garbage so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. 
Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I'll, I'll cut down to one. And, uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid. And a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and is in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. If you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star Reviews. Turbo Force at InfoWarStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get Turbo Force today at InfoWarStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five star reviews. Get Turbo Force now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back to the fourth hour of the Alex Jones. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer, Jason Alice. We saw in the last few weeks the call for the banning of C.S. Lewis, J.R. Tolkien, George Orwell, amongst other works tagged as triggers for far-right extremism by anti-terrorist groups. So they want to castigate literature now, classic literature, literature part of the Western canon, part of the standard fair education that we would all have in the West. <clears throat> Huxley as well, ironically, which is weird because Huxley wasn't even necessarily opposed to this system. He was part of that structure, <laughs> but they included him amongst the list of those who are dangerous 
because the book reveals too much. We're talking, of course, about Brave New World there, 1984, Lord of the Rings, and I guess overall, C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy, which is all about the technocratic New World Order. And uh, and even talks about aliens being demonic. I mean, it gets really deep. I mean, this is pretty wild, but it's nothing new. You might think that, well, but censorship is a McCarthy-era thing, and it's when they when the system was persecuting us from all the Reds, and they wanted to get rid of the communist infiltration. And, and, and no, but no, no, this is not. This is a, a beyond that. This is the next level, and we're going to take a look at a book that was written by one of the persons. Involved in this inner clique, this inner circle of technocratic Fabian socialists who called for the banning of literature in the future when the technocratic control system was in place. And that's none other than Bertrand Russell in his famous book, The Scientific Outlook, which posits that scientism will be the religion of the future of the technocracy. Now, on <clears throat> page 157, he says, in the future, in the order that will come into place. He says that we won't have poverty because employment will not be uncertain. And the reason employment won't be uncertain is that everyone will be, from their youth, chosen and assigned certain professions. So you understand that you won't have this idea of becoming what you want, doing what you want. You will be chosen and assigned positions as you're needed in the control system. Now, again, he's not describing a system that will uh, be in some way a utopia. He actually calls it a kind of a utopia, but it's, he says it's a utopia, as Klaus says, where you won't own anything and you'll be drugged and you'll be happy. So that's the kind of, quote, utopia that we're talking about. He says that anyone who chooses not to work according to, to their assigned job will be put in prison. When owing to any circumstances, the work upon which a man has hitherto been employed is no longer required. He will be taught some kind of new work that is that fosters the system, and he will be adequately maintained while he is learning his new trade. Economic motives will be employed to regulate the entire population, which will be kept stationary. So we'll have zero population growth. We'll have a limited number of sustainable people. All of the all of the extra people. If you've ever heard David Attenborough, he talks about the animals as they dilly-dally in the fields. And here we have the extra person, another animal that dilly-dallies in the field and must be gotten rid of. Yes, he actually used the phrase extra people quite often, because in the technocratic order, which David Attenborough was a member of this Malthusian elite clique, he believed that there would not be any extra people, because there would be a fixed number... <clears throat> The type of fixed numbers that all of the global technocratic elite talk about in their depopulated future. Now, Russell goes on to say, and by the way, I've got this whole page up. If you want to go to my Twitter, it got pretty good engagement. You can go to my Twitter. It's up at the top. I've got three selections that we're going to look at from Bertrand Russell and H.G. Wells about things that rolled out in the last few weeks. Interesting. Russell says, <clears throat> population as is kept stationary will be docile and happy because all that is tragic in human life will be eliminated. <clears throat> Even death will become seldom before old age because there won't be any adventures. There won't be any dangerous things that you engage in. <clears throat> Everything will be regulated by safety. So it's a nanny state. It's a state of the future <clears throat> based around security, based around comfort, ease, and satiation. 
Whether men will be happy in this paradise, I don't know. So he actually admits that you won't actually be happy, but Klaus tells you you will be happy. But he says, biochemistry will show us, however, how to make them happy. Now, this is the real planner of the future, one of many of the Royal Society and other groups. And this thing he's talking about here in this text is written into a fiction text called Brave New World. And this was written in 1932 by Huxley because he knew what these people were planning. So the fiction story is telling you what they're really planning. And Aldous Huxley wrote a book later on explaining that it wasn't fiction. So when he says that the drugs, the pharmaceuticals, the drugs in the food and the water will make everybody fat, dumb, and docile. He's talking about an actual plan that people like John B. Holdren talked about in books like Ecoscience, <clears throat> books like Ghosts and the Machine by uh, Arthur Kessler talked about drugging the food and the water, supplies of the future and the technocratic order, to drag the population down, to keep them dumb, keep them stupid. And Russell says right here, biochemistry will perhaps provide that opportunity for us, the elite. <clears throat> perhaps dangerous sports will in fact be organized for those whose boredom would otherwise turn into anarchy. So with the danger of rebelling against the system, that can be counteracted, he's saying, by creating uh, gladiatorial events. So bringing back bread and circuses. And here he's saying basically a Hunger game style scenario where <clears throat> people really are crying out for something beyond their boring, satiated, drug, fat existence. We'll give them gladiatorial games. We'll give them, we'll give them Hunger Games. And he says that Hunger Games, the big gladiatorial events, the big the Super Bowl, right? This will be a way to direct their energy away from actually taking action in a meaningful way to oppose the technocratic system. So while he's already mentioned prison labor camps, he's already mentioned mass drugging of the population. Now he's mentioned economic controls, right? You will get basically, he says elsewhere in other books, you'll get a Universal Dole, a UBI. That's what the CBDC model is. Then he goes on to say that <clears throat> they won't even think about rebelling or opposing the system because sports will take over the cruelty which will have been banished from politics. Football will be replaced by play battles in the air, which death will be the penalty of defeat. So he's saying that We'll have a new Roman gladiatorial games, right? Like Gladiator or, you know, Marcus Aurelius and Russell Crowe, right? We'll bring this back and that will satiate the masses when they have a desire for some kind of real bloodletting. It may be that as, as long as men are allowed to seek death, they will not mind having to seek it in a trivial cause. To fall through the air before a million spectators may come to be seen as a glorious death, even if it is no purpose but the amusement, amusement of a holiday crowd. Maybe that in some such way, safety valves can be provided for the anarchic, violent forces of human in human nature. Or again, it may be that wise education and a suitable diet may cure men from their unruly impulses. In other words, altering the food, the diet, to make them docile. Do you see that this is the foremost? philosopher and logician of this last century. <clears throat> uh, now, I don't think he's that great, but what I'm saying is that this system touts Bertrand Russell as the greatest philosopher and logician of the last century. 
He was a member for a time of the Fabian Socialist Society. He was a member for a time in a lot of other elite circles and cliques. He was in certain, uh, well, shall we say, polycule-type situations. So he was an early promoter of the polyamorous lifestyle. And the reason for all that is that he says that it's necessary in the future to break down the family as well. So basically, you're getting everything that we're going into in this guy's writings. It's pretty wild that he wrote this book in the 1930s, right around the same, 1931, one year before Brave New World came out. Then he says that when we made them dumb and docile and dead from food and diet and injunctions, he says that there will be a universal language, which will be either either Esperanto or Pidgin. So this is the breakdown of the English language, the collapsing of it. Orwell wrote essays about the destruction of the language to make you unable to be nuanced, unable to make philosophical, logical, coherent argumentation sentences, unable to convey things in a clear meaningful way to dumb you down the literature of the past will for the most part not be translated into this made up low iq dumb language since its outlook and emotional background will be considered unsettling that means you're not going to read dostoevsky you're not going to read the bible you're not going to read shakespeare in fact he even says now i said this for many years and people thought i made this up where does bertrand russell say you we can't read shakespeare well, not that most people even care about reading Shakespeare anyway, but he says it right here. He says that in the technocratic order, when the language has been dumbed down, he says that students will need a government permit to read Hamlet or Othello. So he says it right there. I didn't make it up. So in other words, you're not going to read Hamlet. You're not going to read Shakespeare. You're not going to read Tolkien. You're not going to read Orwell. You're not going to read any of these books, C.S. Lewis. Or the Bible. And that's why in Brave New World, Aldous Huxley has the main character, John the Savage, talking to the world socialist controller, Mustafa Mon, about this banning of Shakespeare in the Bible. And Mustafa Mon says that it's not for the masses. They don't deserve it. They don't read it. They don't care. They don't understand. They just want to be fat, dumb, and happy anyway. So why should we give them Hamlet, Othello, and the Bible? Now, speaking of Hamlet and Othello, if you go to the top of my Twitter there, you will notice that we're going to have a live event again in Hollywood, I want to remind you, with somebody intimately connected to Shakespeare, and that's, of course, Jamie Kennedy, who played in Romeo and Juliet. That was one of his first early big roles. Jamie Kennedy, of course, is the star of Scream, well-known, popular stand-up comedian. We had a great time with Jamie last uh, what, eight months ago? Yeah, exactly, in Los Angeles. And so we're doing another event. This is totally different material, totally different content. We're doing a five-hour event, geopolitics, conspiracy, religion, Hollywood. I'm going to be talking for a couple hours. Jamie's going to be talking, my wife on Hollywood occultism, and then, of course, Jamie Kennedy doing a stand-up set. So <clears throat> you do want to read Shakespeare then come get your Romeo and Juliet posters and CDs <laughs> signed by Jamie Kennedy who played, uh, he was playing uh, Leo's friend uh, in Romeo and Juliet. But anyway, so Russell goes on to say that in general, the public will be forbidden access. You get those tickets, by the way, on my Twitter. Go to my Twitter, follow me on X. I'm linked right there. Just type in Jay Dyer, you'll see me there. And you can follow me there and get your tickets if you're in the California, Vegas area, March 15th, live in Hollywood. 
He says that the literature of the past has to be forbidden because it teaches young boys to be adventurous, right? It might glorify the notion of, he says, private murder. I think he's, he's talking about, here about self-defense. So merely defending yourself, merely having skills, right? Like Napoleon Dynamite says, totally skill sets that are necessary like nunchucks, right? Having nunchucks, having skills. Can't read books about having skills. Boys will not be allowed to read books about pirates or Indians. <laughs> Love themes will be discouraged because you can't have hair bonded relationships. You got to have, uh, I guess you got to have relationships with tra transvestites. I guess that's the only relationship in the future, right? And by the way, in Brave New World, you have to have sex when anyone demands it. So that's, that's actually literally what he's talking about. <clears throat> If you believe in actual love and pair bonding, that is viewed as, quote, anarchic. It will be viewed as silly and wicked. So notice Bertrand Russell says that if you want to have a normal relationship with a wife and having children, that's, that's going to be wicked. Love is silly, perhaps even wicked. If a scientific world is to survive, it is necessary that we... Make men, quote, tame. Feminize men. Emasculate men. That is absolutely necessary. And that's, of course, the point of another sci-fi story, Clockwork Orange, right, is to how to tame, emasculate, and domesticate men in the West. Then, when that's happened, it would be much easier to bring about the civilization-destroying technocratic control grid. So in other words, there's strategies, there's steps to getting to the end goal of the technocratic system. One of those steps is one of the steps that we're going through right now, which is the destruction of the existing order and the existing Western male, white, heterosexual Christian population. That is a stumbling block to bringing in, in this order. And in fact, uh, people give John Coleman a lot of flack, but John Coleman actually said this a long time ago. In his book, Committee of 300. Now, I don't think John Coleman got everything right. I think he got about 90, 95% of his predictions correct. Some things I think he's off on, he got wrong. But Committee of 300 actually said that by the uh, time that we're in now, 2020s, America would be absolutely overrun with illegals. So we can talk about how he got this or that wrong, but he sure did get a lot of things right. Now, if you scroll down on my Twitter, you'll notice uh, there's another quote from another book by Bertrand Russell that is equally as important. <clears throat> and that's the book called Impact of Science on Society that Russell wrote a few years later in 1953. I have my dusty old copy that's basically completely disintegrated. There you can see that in the back there the, the old uh, evil turtle himself. He looks like an old turtle. He reminds me of the turtle in Neverending Story, right? He talks really slow. That's kind of what he looks like. <clears throat> Fabian Socialist Technocrat Lord Bertrand Russell in his 1953 book, The Impact of Science on Society, he talked about the social engineers of the future world government teaching the masses, get this, that snow is black and that they will believe it. Now, in my view, this is a perfect explanation as to why so many people are going insane. They don't know if they're a guy. They don't know if they're a girl. They don't know if they're in between. They don't know what they are. That is, they're just, there's 60 million genders that you can identify as. Why is this? 
Well, it's not just because of people going crazy, people being, quote, liberal. It's actually a engineered control system, strategized and planned out 100, 100 plus years ago. So notice on page 30 what he says, talking about the future world system, the future technocratic order. And he says, what will education be like? This subject will make great strides when it is taken up by scientists under a scientific dictatorship. Anaxagoras maintained that snow is black, but no one believes him. Social psychologists of the future will have a number of classes of school children on whom they will try different methods of producing an unshakable conviction that snow is black. Various results will be soon arrived at. First, that the influence of the home is obstructed. In other words, compulsory, mandatory government education. No homeschooling, no Christian schooling, no religious schools. You must be educated by a mandated socialist state system. Second, not much uh, can be done unless the indoctrination begins before the age of 10. So get them young. It's exactly what's happening right now as they go after the most innocent, the most naive children under 10 to completely destroy them. Third, verses set to music, repeatedly intoned, are very effective. I wonder why the pop stars are so degenerate. Why do they talk about completely degenerate nonsense stuff? This is why. Fourth, that the opinion that snow is white must be held to show a morbid taste for eccentricity. So in other words, if you believe that breasts uh, give breast milk for babies, why you're a fringe eccentric, you believe that women give birth to babies and men impregnate the women. Why, you're a weird eccentric that's so fringe and crazy. Who ever thought of such a thing? But I anticipate it is for future scientists to make these maxims precise and to discover exactly how much it costs per head to make children believe that snow is black or that boys are girls or that girls are boys or that you can become a girl or a boy. And how much less it would cost to make them believe that it is dark gray. So in other words, he's saying that they'll even have actuaries about how cost effective it is to engage in this total brainwashing in the state school system. Although science will be diligently, this science will be diligently studied, it will be rigidly confined to the governing class. In other words, you as a common pleb, according to Bertrand Russell, will not know or understand that you've been brainwashed and mind controlled that you were given a proletariat education, as Alex mentioned earlier in today's show. But the elite governing class, the technocratic class, the zillionaire class, they will be given a different education that you don't get. They will study the classics, as Bertrand Russell just said. They will read the Bible. They will read real philosophy. They will study Greek philosophy, the pre-Socratics, Plato, Aristotle, the very things that Russell's talking about, Anaxagoras is a pre-Socratic. But you won't be given this education. You'll be given... What, common core, right? That's for the plebs to control you. And he even says it's to, to control you. When this technique is perfected, every government that has been in charge of education for a generation will be able to control its subjects securely without the need of any arms, armies, or policemen. In other words, we don't need standing armies when everybody's turned into a happy, dumb, docile, complicit slave. And that's why it's so necessary to do everything that they're doing in terms of toxic food, toxic culture, toxic education, toxic media, 
to make you feminized, afraid, to make you soy men, to make you give up your masculinity, to make you not have offspring, to make you not find a woman or a man. <clears throat> Everything that's churned out is for this plan. And this book right here alone should tell you and prove to you that this is not a theory. It's not a conspiracy fringe idea. It's absolutely 100% documented. I've lectured through almost 60, 70 of these books now on this very topic that talk about this in great detail. In fact, I just put up on my Twitter a list of about 50 books. When somebody says, there's no such thing as a conspiracy, I don't believe in conspiracies. You're making this stuff up. I listed for you about 40 or 50 books from the system, from the establishment that, that uh, has thousands of tweets, retweets, whatever, telling you and showing you what I'm talking about. So you'll be so docile, he says, that they won't even need, they won't even need an army to control you. And lastly, if you look down uh, below that, there is another post of the 1940 godfather of modern propaganda, H.G. Wells, in his 1940 book called The New World Order. He conveniently names the books for you so that you could go read them and figure out. I wonder if there's a plan for something like a New World Order. Well, they write books about it, but uh, I guess we're still still supposed to believe it doesn't exist, even though if you deny it exists, you're a bigot because it's a good thing. Page 104, the global technocratic state will arrive slowly by incrementalism. That's the Fabian plan, the slow kill plan. And we uh, arranged around the idea of a single collective man, man with a capital M, to replace God with a capital G. You won't have individual rights. You won't have creativity. You won't have the ability to be proud of your achievements because everything will be transferred over to the collective world state. There will be no day of days when a new world order comes into being. Step by step, right? Here and there it will arrive. Even as it comes into being, it will develop fresh perspectives, discover unsuspected problems, and go into new adventures. No man or no group of men will ever be singled out as the father or the founder, for its maker will not be man, this man, that man, or any man, but, quote, man, the collective man. The being who, in some measure, is every one of us. The New World Order will be, like science and like most inventions, a social product. Actually, this guy actually believes that people invent things socially. Completely, complete nonsense. Social products, an innumerable number of personalities who will have lived fine lives, and they will pour their best achievements into the collective achievement. So here he is, Bertrand, I mean, excuse me, H.G. Wells telling you, the father of modern propaganda, who wrote two books, uh, just, I mean, he wrote many, many books, but two books specifically on the notion of the coming technocratic world order that actually tells you and shows you everything that we're talking about today. So here are the architects of the world that we're going into telling you that it's a plan, telling you in your face that you're too dumb to know it or to understand it or to rebel against it, and that all your literature and all your history needs to be wiped out, banned in a year zero Maoist Jacobin style purge. If you want to support my work, you can go to my website, jaysanalysis.com, to get the books in the shop, signed copies, my big fat red book, 660 pages of all my geopolitical writings, my Hollywood books, and my book, Meta Narratives. Also, go to the InfoWars store and support Alex by buying those excellent products. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. 
Nitric oxide is an important chemical messenger in the body. It promotes blood flow and it helps nerve cells communicate with one another. But over time, our bodies produce less of it. Full of amino acids to produce nitric oxide, Nitric Boost helps raise the amount of nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is needed for strength, cardiovascular function, and healthy neurotransmission. It helps to improve blood flow, which helps improve overall immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements, so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at infowarstore.com. X2. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. 